Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the New Party Podcast, episode six. That's right. Someone had to do an album review because they got scraped last yep. last episode on the. Let's Big. do it. Wait, before part of the punishment, let's do a recap on. A, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, what was the score again? Like not nine to twenty-one or something? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was bad. Yeah. If you, uh, I watch a lot of Good Mythical Morning, and I usually, I don't know if you know Good Mythical Morning. There's a two. Uh, yeah, post, chefs. Right. Yeah. Or well, there's a kitchen, Good Mythical Kitchen, but there's also Good Mythical Morning, which is kind of like a like a morning show. Yeah. And they play a lot of games usually, and one's usually really good at the games, and one always loses. And I'm like, Rhett usually wins. I, I went in feeling like a Rhett, yeah. and I came out feeling like a Link. And it's not <laughs> just because I wear glasses, and he also wears glasses. But anyways, maybe you'll have better luck next time. But, We're going to uh, get you a win. We're going to do like an anime portion. Yes. Hey, maybe, hopefully, we can have future segments where I could turn <laughs> you into a fan. So yeah. we'll uh, look forward to that maybe in the future. Uh, anyways, today... Uh, this episode is going to be a mixed bunch of things that we're trying out. Uh, first of all, I have a punishment that I have to do because, yes. again, I got my ass kicked. So uh, I had the pleasure or displeasure of listening to the album We Don't Give a Fuck About Shit by The Fagettes. Yes. Uh, the album cover, very interesting. It's, uh, I mean, you could look at it over here. It looks like it's a pile of shit with googly eyes on it and a yellow background and it looks like a Jimmy Neutron render. So it, oh yeah, uh, it does. Yeah, it, it looks great. Um, no, it kind of looks like the Pillsbury Doughboy head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but shit, kind of like this yeah. album. But you know, yeah, we already knew that before we started listening. Uh, thank God it was only 12 minutes and 4 seconds. It's what, uh, about 7 songs? So usually about like a minute and a half, two and a half minutes each yeah. song. Still pretty long still, for the content. Still pretty long. Yeah, that's... Uh, I was feeding my cats this morning, and I listened to it another time just to really get a feel for it to see if I could understand what they're trying to tell. Yeah. Uh, you can, you know, if you ever want to listen to this album, you can be excited for songs such as I Fucking Hate You So Much, You're a Fucking Idiot, I Hope You Choke on Cock, We're on Drugs. That was a good song. Yeah. Uh, I Will Force, okay, I Will Force Feed You Stale Come, The Gift of Life. That was actually a pretty happy song. And uh, metacosmic defilement of whatever that is, nexoid, yes, something, yeah. So, uh, interesting to say the least. Uh, very creative bunch. Uh, almost every song ending with flushing of the toilet, or like what I would imagine would be like a lighter on like a crack pipe or something that's very uh, unique. <laughs> It kind of gives me vibes. So when I was in high school and I was an edgy teener or teenager, a teener, edgy teenager, uh, there was someone called, you know who Filthy Frank is? Or Pink Guy before he turned into Joji? No. He did like very edgy videos on YouTube and he made kind of stuff like this, but instead of it being like Screamo, it was more rap music. Um, famous songs such as uh, Dicks Out for Donald Trump and Goofy's Court Trial. So uh, it gave me kind of a similar vibe. Very... Uh, very out there. So. so I got the user score up. It's out of 100. Okay. Over, under, 10. <laughs> over, under, 10. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say this is like, I don't see how it could be over 10. So I'm going to say it was like a 7 or something. 12. 12. Well, you know, and that's why I'm doing this. this. <laughs> I'm not good at this shit, apparently. Um <laughs> But yeah, so uh, yeah, very interesting lyrics such as "You're an idiot," "You're dumb," "Your mother threw you down a flight of stairs." Those are straight up lyrics from a song. 
Uh, half of it I can't really understand. Yeah, they're kind of yelling. I mean, and to be honest, the the sad part about this, and this has to be satire, like they, this is clearly on purpose, which again, this is why it kind of reminds me of Filthy Frank, is he knew what he was doing, and people still listen to it, because it's... it's he Wouldn't just, it be funny if they thought they were actually talented musicians? Yeah, I mean, we'll see if they ever release a new album. I guess <laughs> this came out They're in sitting in the studio like, we'll blow up one day. The Illuminati keeps holding us back. And exactly. it's like, I think it's the music. No, 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 we have a gift. They just haven't listened to it enough. I haven't listened to I fucking hate you so much enough time to really understand it and yeah. you know, really grasp what they're trying to say. But the funny part is, is their voices actually sound really good. And like the instruments they do use, like, it's very cohesive. Like it's if it wasn't for the fact that they were spitting out gibberish and profanities for two and a half minutes straight, it, it actually sounds kind of good until yeah. you listen to what they're saying. You're like, I'm sorry, stale cum? What? <laughs> but yeah, so I guess that's uh, that's a little review for you. Uh, we're on drugs is a little interesting. The gift of life was just completely. It was the complete opposite of the rest of the album. It was like very. There was a. Well, um, it was like, a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a, like a church kind of choir singing yeah. in the background, and it was very, very happy. And then it ends with someone taking well, every, the shit out of Every rock so. album has a ballad. Yeah, so. exactly. And that's how they decided to end it with the gift of life or field of flowers. That so. was the one they were like, that's going to be our lead single. Yeah, exactly. Might get radio play. Yeah, I don't think so. Aye, aye. But uh, yeah, so. It's definitely for like an edgier, probably like younger to mid teenage audience. That's it gives me big like filthy Frank Pink Guy kind of vibes. That's their only album, so we'll see. I'm, I'm I just out of curiosity, I'm interested if they do anything else. But uh, I'll give it like a. I don't what, know. You mean like more albums? I you want to listen to more albums? I am curious to see if this is like. A comedy thing, like if this yeah. is purpose, like on purpose, so they're like, okay, maybe, maybe this is too much. Maybe we shouldn't be on drugs, as they say in the middle of the album, and they should try it sober. I don't know. You know, some people could do it. Little Wayne was successful for being high. Then not so much. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So that's uh, yeah, that's that. What if when they're not on drugs, <laughs> it's, it's even worse than that. You know what? Stay on drugs. Stay on drugs. Stay on drugs. <laughs> but yeah, maybe they'll again. It's twenty twenty one. It's I'm sure it's like an indie group, so we'll see if they do anything yeah, in the future. <laughs> this is not a triple, you know, yeah, platinum. I don't, think, I don't think they're signed to Republic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, <laughs> the newest group on Shady Records. Yeah, yeah I don't think so. But oh, uh, yeah, we're gonna put a million dollars in the music video. Fuck yeah, dude! Oh my god, they just animate the shit, just jiggling for like two minutes straight. Yeah. And there you go. That's it. Ay ay. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's my punishment for the last episode. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Did yeah. you enjoy it? Yeah. Uh, enjoy is uh, is a strong word. It's a strong word. It's a strong word. It's very strong. A little too strong for this. At but, least I picked a short album. Well, that that's the one thing I was kind of worried going into it. I'm like, fuck. I I really this is gonna be annoying. But also like I thought it was a longer album when I saw it was 12 minutes long I'm like oh okay that's that's fine that's yeah, doable, doable. <laughs> yeah I listened I just listened to it while feeding my cats this morning I'm like okay that's <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Spotify I accidentally had shuffle on so it kept replaying the same song over and over again I'm like how long is this fucking song dude I'm like oh well some of them kind of sound the same but yeah that's on me but uh yeah it's very uh uh, how long exactly? Uh, 12 minutes and 4 seconds of my life I'll never get back. So yeah. There you go. 
That is my punishment. The so next time you just gotta do better. I just gotta get good. <laughs> next time I just gotta get good. Which, as you could tell, I've made no progress yeah. by asking about the album. So, or the <laughs> album score. So uh, yeah, we're, um, we're going to be doing another mini game that I'm sure to lose again. But before we do that, there's uh, a show that you recommended. It's We Own This City. We Own This City. On or, HBO Max. Or what I thought it was called, Baltimore. I don't know why oh, I yeah. thought. Yeah, I could have sworn when you were like, dude, let's watch this show for the podcast. I'm like, I'm pretty, I could be wrong. And clearly I was because it's not the title. And yeah. Like it's called Baltimore. So I'm going on HBO Max. I'm like, I don't see anything. Like, did they fucking remove it? Yeah. But yeah, uh, it, it's, I mean, based off a true story, correct? Yeah. So it's the Baltimore PD in the late 2010s. I mm. think there's a lot of corruption going on, and so it follows the main character is John, played by John Brenthal. Um, he's the head of the gun task, gun trace task force. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, so he basically gets all the guns off the streets in Baltimore. So they kind of he produces so much for them because the goal with Baltimore they have like 300 some murders a year. Mm. So the goal is very you know, dangerous to place get them. To live. Yeah, to get the to prevent the murder instead of like like usually the homicide is the lead department like that's like the high end department because you're solving but at that point when there's 394 it's like okay it's a lot <laughs> we need to put our resources to preventing it so that's why he's the head of like the the department that does the most work so they kind of give him leeway to do whatever he wants and then the corruption follows because he realizes he can get away with because do whatever the fuck he wants really yeah yeah, and it's it's a small group too. I mean, I I don't yeah, know it's if like they're four just, people usually. Yeah, I don't know if that was like it was. I would imagine it was a smaller group, and it wasn't just those are like the rotten eggs in the bunch because it seemed like I mean at most there was like maybe eight at times, but it revolved around like the same few people. But even like again, well we can get into it, but later into the show, uh, he had like good cops like that kid that he was kind of grooming. Yeah. And the second that they didn't want to do the illegal shit that he was doing, he had them transferred somewhere else. Yeah, I think it's funny going in, going you know later on to this episode. This guy plays if he's not playing the Punisher, he's playing a similar character and like everything else I've seen. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's the main character in Punisher. I think he was the dad's best friend in The Walking Dead. I. I don't. I didn't watch it. I think I only watched like the first like two seasons. I'm pretty sure that's the first thing I saw him in. And then he's going to be in something else. We're going to be talking about later yeah. on. But yeah, it, honestly, that dude has a punchable face. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's like I'm watching like this guy. He's very. I, obviously, I know they gave him. They gave him like the stereotypical kind of. I don't know. They. He was. Uh, he was doing a damn good job acting that character because yeah. uh, it was very believable. Yeah, he's he very nailed- very confident, very arrogant. He nailed the accent pretty well. Yeah, he did. That's that's something you were kind of saying. Yeah, that's yeah. it's very. Uh, I mean, obviously, it seemed like it was recorded there, so they, they. I'm sure they got locals to kind of help. Unless he's from Baltimore, I have no idea. But I mean, no, I think, no, he's. I think he's from Los Angeles. Oh, he doesn't talk that like sense. that regularly. Yeah. I okay. Think. Fair enough. Yeah. The only other thing I remember him in, like I, I that I see constantly is. They took a scene from Punisher where he's like, no, 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 no. And he's like looking around and freaking out. Yeah. So that's like the only other audio clip that I have in my head of his voice. But um, yeah, and I, I think they did great with the accents. Uh, very interesting characters. Almost everyone's a piece of shit. Yeah. And even, 
I mean, it's it, they're real characters because they're real people, at least for the most part. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. There's, I don't know if there's certain information that they had to kind of switch up mm-hmm. because, I mean, we could talk later, but there's the death of a specific character that I don't know how they would get that information. I'm sure, again, I don't know much about it, uh, the situation other than which, the which? show. Sean. Sean. Sean, his friend that worked in... Uh, Homicide? Homicide. Yeah, he ended up killing himself. Yeah, so, I mean, I, obviously, this it should be known by now. I We're just... It's a review. Most of the yeah. things we're going to be doing is a review, so there's going to be spoilers. Oh, okay. so but it, whatever. I, I, we have to spoil some stuff to talk about the show. Yeah. But either way, if you're not me that lives under a rock, I'm sure you were well aware of the situation that was going on. Anyways, I just I, I don't really watch the news much, so I, I didn't know, know about it. It, it, it. The show was so good, and it was so out. Like you're like, oh, this is made up. Yeah, like, with all the stuff they're doing. I didn't realize it was based on a true story till afterwards. Yeah. When they started, uh, at the end, they, you know. I think they showed, like, the real people, right? Yeah, yeah. I like when they do that. And something else I kind of like about this show, which, again, happens to be something very similar to something else we'll talk about later on, is although it might have been a bit confusing for me at times, I like that, A, it's a wide variety of people that are somehow connected because yeah. when it's in a city like that and obviously the team was small, there's going to be a bunch of connections, but also they're showing events from different points of time that are mm-hmm. they're constantly kind of going back and forth between the present and the past. Yeah, the present and the past. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, so they basically have... <clears throat> the FBI finally catches all of them and they had, they're interviewing each cop and each time they interview... They go to different parts of time when they're telling a story in which they broke the law. Because basically everyone but the head guy tries to make a deal, so they're giving out all the information. And that's pretty interesting, too, because that's why me not knowing anything about the events that happen, other than the episodes that I've watched, the the guy from, I forget the guy's name, the guy from The Punisher, the main character. Yeah. He was the first person that we see to get like incarcerated, but we he's the last person we see to be interviewed. Which is yeah. kind of interesting because it's, I feel like throughout the show, at the beginning of the show, I feel like they painted him in a pretty good light. Like yeah. the very first show, he or the very first episode, it's he's already the boss of the task force. And obviously we see the slow corruption of the people. Like he wasn't the first to do it. He just rocket launched it into what it became. Yeah. Like obviously there was dirty cops before him, but he just made it so much worse. Oh, yeah. But um, I just think that it's it's interesting how they kind of go back and forth, and they even have like I like the transition where they what I would imagine would be like a police report that the officer is putting in for information, and they have like here's the person we're following, here's what they're currently what they should have been doing, and here's the date. And yeah. I've been obviously it's maybe it's a show that you should watch several times to kind of maybe there are certain things that they foreshadow that you would understand the first time around, so I might watch the show again just to kind of get a better understanding. But I, I, like the, I like the transitions. I like that they did that. I, uh, I, yeah, I mean, very interesting cast. As far as, like, the shit he was doing, I mean, he was just straight up robbing people. Yeah, he's robbing drug dealers, which is interesting because he's on the gun tra- task force, but he's robbing drug dealers. And he would also, the drugs that he would rob, not including all the money, he would steal just from people they'd pull over oh, like even yeah. normal like which that's something I'm a little confused about like they would pull people over and they're like in their cars and like I got a gun I'm like if I guess 
and this is going to sound ignorant of me. I mean, obviously, if you don't have a carrying permit, you can't carry it around with you. But is that all? You can't have it in your car and you can't have it at your home? Like, I guess you have to have a license or something, well, I think, right? I think probably in Baltimore, the gun I'm sure laws it's different, are, yeah. I think, like, uh, you're talking about the white couple. Well, yeah, the guy had the gun in his car, but yeah. also, like, they... I understand if that, like, when they busted, like, they found all those guns and, like, a shit ton of cocaine or whatever that was yeah. in that guy's house. They were, like, the two-story house. I understand, like, if there's, like, an AR-15 or, like, they found, like, mini Uzis. That shit's illegal. But, like, I saw, like, there were several shotguns and pistols. So, I don't know. Maybe the well, A law- lot of them have, like, the serial number scratched off. Oh, and they did say that. That's it's, true. You know, I mean, if you're... They're illegal guns. Yeah, because you got to remember, they're using these to commit crimes. So, it's like... They don't want to be If you traced. go out and buy it legally, and this gun is attached to you, and you go out and murder someone, they can do the ballistic test and just tie it to you and be like... They're buying guns off the street yeah, with scratch serial numbers, so you can't identify them. That's true. And you can't have a gun with a scratch serial number. That's true. I just, they did bring that up, but it wasn't like, and I'm sure they don't have to say it every time, but I wasn't sure if that was the case or it's a mixture of that and or um, like there's probably stricter gun laws in Baltimore. I'm sure that's more of a, there is like an overall blanketing American law, but I'm sure there's like the state to state differences too. Like even traffic, like, in New York, for example, you can't turn right, right on a red light, oh, okay. which is something I didn't know about. I'm not sure if, like, the state you're from, if that's, like, a thing, but obviously no, the, yeah, only thing, the only and thing I know is isn't here. Isn't it Jersey, you, ca- you can't make a right turn or a left turn or something? Yeah, I, it might just be a, a northeastern thing, but, like, yeah. you can't turn. Like, I've been with someone that, like, visiting and have been pulled over before, and, like, you can't do that. I'm like, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. So, yeah, I guess on a state-to-state level, obviously the laws are going to be a little different, but... Yeah, I mean, it started off with, I I like, they, they showed the evolution of the corruption. It's like, this guy, we, we stopped him, we're submitting all these weapons, we're submitting all these drugs. You know what? We're underpaid, we're working a lot, let's pay ourselves. And that's kind of how it started off, from like robbing from crooks. But yeah, then it got to the point, like, what was that one guy that was just blatantly racist the entire time? Oh, Herschel. Herschel, yeah. Yeah. He was just like... He was stealing like people's paychecks. He was stealing, yeah, he stole people's paychecks. He fucked their phones up and he would literally like elbow or like a shoulder tap them and be like, you just assaulted a police officer. I'm like, what? Really? I yeah. can't believe he got away with that shit. That's insane. Yeah. That's like, well, that's the thing. Damn, is, dude. The whole thing, like those, those cops that were doing the most dirt were also the ones getting, keeping the crime rate down. Yeah. In a sense. Where they kind of go through it, where like, you know, they got a lot of leeway. People, a lot of the people that, first of all, if you're going to be a cop in a city with like 300 murders, you got to be a little fucking nuts. Well, yeah, that's. Especially true. if they're getting paid. I'm like, sure, no, I'm sure they're not getting paid enough to do what they're doing, but yeah. that doesn't, I don't know. I, again, I'm, I think, just playing devil's advocate, if you're in their shoes and you, there's like $3 million worth of fucking drug money. And you're submitting all the weapons and you stopped the crime, right? Yeah. And they're incarcerated, they're arrested, you got the weapons, you got the drugs, there's a fuck ton of money. Is it against the law to take a little bit of that drug money that was made illegally for yourself? Yes, it is illegal. But I think there's a difference between like having a little bit off to yourself and just blatantly robbing like people of the lower middle class. Yeah. Like now they can't pay their bills. They lost their job. You know what I mean? There's, yeah. I feel like, is that legal? No. But I feel like when they started off, 
It's you know what I mean. Yeah, if they would have um, just stuck robbing drug dealers, I probably would feel more sympathy. Like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. These yeah, guys, you know, it's illegal money, anyways. Whatever, yeah. and the, you got. I'm sure again, the people are getting underpaid. So sure, and I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't really see them as bad guys at first until I'm like, well, now you guys are kind of pieces of shit. You know yeah. what I mean? That's. Once but, they start fucking with like law-abiding citizens, exactly, like their job should be to protect them against the, the drug dealers and everything. Exactly, but yeah, I very just the transition or like the evolution of the crimes they would commit. The cops, I mean, I, they they handled it very well. Very good storytelling. Again, yeah. it's based off of true events, but you could have a show based off of true events and it could still be a shitty retelling of the story. Yeah. I think they did a good job. Yeah, it was really good. Even it's like everyone that you think would be pure or trying to do good things, minus the, uh, I forget. Like I, I don't remember what her position was, but it was oh, the, the Department of Justice. Yeah, except yeah. for her, I think she was doing fine. Obviously, yeah. I, I even like that. Obviously, we don't. We're not trying to get political with this in our show when we're talking about this kind of stuff. It's just an interesting show and something that happened and. It is what yeah, it is. she was basically sent there to kind of figure out. This was the Freddie Gray thing. So yeah. Freddie Gray was uh, taken into custody, and he was like taken to jail, and like he had all these injuries. I think he, I think he died, but he had yeah. like serious injuries. So she was kind of sent there for police reform, mm. and then, but that's not how they figured out everything. The FBI, how did the FBI? They get? were. Oh, so they were tracking a drug dealer. The hair, yeah. And then they had a tracker on his car. They went to retrieve the tracker, and there was a second tracker on the car. And yeah. they, they uh, it was like an unlicensed, like a personalized tracker, and they were able to connect the department it came from. They're like, hey, city cops do this because of budgeting issues. But, but they're expensive, but they're so they'd expensive. want them back. Exactly. Yeah. And no one I, asked for it. I think that's when it started, and they started to bug the cars, and they bug the phone calls, because they'd have, like, one of the dudes, I for, uh, something with a G, Gon, Gonzo? Yeah, I think that's about yeah, it. Yeah, Gonzo. He, he was one of the first people they interviewed. Um, he, like, his girlfriend or someone, like, I don't know how, but they were able to, like, pin, pinpoint, like, we're going to rob this guy, we're going to pull this guy over, we're going to do this, yeah. we're going to do that. So I think they... First, they um, they tapped into her phone, and probably through going through her phone, they were oh, able no, to no, find no. contacts. Oh, no, they tapped a, they tapped the drug dealer's phone, and then they put a tracker on his car, and then he he called the cop to tell him that yeah, there was a yeah, tracker yeah, on yeah. his car. Yeah, but that was yeah, it's very it's crazy transition. It just escalated and escalated, and even like the people that you think like the fucking mayor. That's and that whatever. Again, we're not going to get too political into it, but that's bullshit. She's like she's making a bunch of changes, but then she's not going to run again for office. So it's like, well, it's the next person's problem. It's like, well, that's yeah. the fucking problem, dude. That's how it seems like everyone's like, well, I was given a shit department, so what do you expect? It's like, okay, but then you're going to kind of half commit and then just stop. Yeah, and just it's someone else's problem now. Even the lady when um, the person from. Like the, I want to say human resources, not her, like the civil rights lady. Yeah, yeah. They were meeting up with a commissioner that was going to get fired, and he was right. He was like, my days are numbered, and they're just going to use me until I'm, they don't need me anymore. And he wound up getting fired, and that was like, what, the fifth or sixth commissioner in like the last three years? Yeah. Um, you know or, what? Yeah, uh, no, go on. What I, what I found interesting, and so I think the whole, like, he was a good example of this, where... This is a guy with good intentions, mm -hmm. right? But the people with good intentions in this show don't want to 
don't have it's such a such a crime ridden city it's like such a daunting that they task. don't they don't uh, they have good intentions but they don't know how to fix it and they don't put a foot forward to try to fix it yeah it's like you they know kinda, you have they half commit kind of the good cops try to transfer out of the departments where they need you know where they have the most corruption because they they get off the streets or the good cops don't go out and do the work because they don't want to risk you know if I pull someone over and something happens and then it's a lawsuit you know, in their yeah. hands for like a false arrest they were so the only guys that were getting the arrest were the corrupt guys so yeah. that's why they kind of you know they were already short staffed and the staff that they did have the the cops with good intentions didn't really go they they didn't want to really do their job yeah. the ones that did they were also the corrupt ones yeah and that's it, it, they're leaving the department they're like inadvertently making things worse yeah because the good people that could do well or could do right they're leaving and yeah I mean there was parts of the show where like two cops were falsely trying to arrest this dude and they just fucking gave up halfway through yeah it's just a lot of people just kind of half committing and just well I'm going to take advantage of this shitty situation and be selfish. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, that's some crazy shit. It, it, like, the politician, for example, the lady that wasn't going to run for office, or the new person, I'm sorry, that ran for office, she's like, oh, I'm going to... Towards the end of the show, they had a transition of new people, the new commissioner, a new mayor, whatever. Both corrupt people. They're like, oh, I'm, you're going to see change. Uh, the same lady that's like, uh, not my... Or she didn't want to fund this whole reform... To take away from the after-school programs. To take away from the after-school programs. Then she wound up committing tax fraud anyways, which is like, it's all money in the same fucking barrel. Yeah. It's, it's for everyone's a fucking hypocrite, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, that's, that's, a, that's a fucked up place to live. I've never been to Baltimore, and I'm, I'm sure there's nice parts in that state, but... Uh, state. Well, I mean, oh, in uh, Maryland. Yeah, yeah Maryland, I yeah. know. I'm saying... No, the, there are nice parts of Baltimore. The, someone that at our work... Oh yeah, knows uh, she's from Baltimore. Oh shit, she Gangster. knows um, the the main character mm-hmm. coached her grandson's football team. So I told her about it because she's she wears like a Baltimore jersey. So I was like, yeah, hey, you might oh, be there's this cool show about Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And then she started watching it, and she's like, I couldn't even go because once I heard the name of the officer, I was like, Oh, I know him, and I was like, Damn, yeah. whoa! It was a small, it's a small world after all. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was pretty crazy. But yeah, and yeah, he just—he's such a piece of shit to the show. Yeah. He's like, while he's like sweet talking, oh, to his wife, like, oh, what's for dinner? Blah blah blah. As long as I can kiss you later, he's looking at like fucking nudes from strippers and shit on his computer, yeah. and he's. There's some weird shit that guy was into. And there was like oh, this the, the, the midget stripper yeah. that he robbed. Yeah. He, dude, okay, what the fuck? They're at this strip club, which whatever. He's already kind of being sleazy at this strip club. And he's already like, I'm going to fuck someone tonight, even though he's got a wife and uh, I think either a daughter on the way or a daughter at home, like a newborn yeah. at home. And he's like, I'm going to fuck this midget stripper, which, all right, first of all, even you're into whatever you're into, but. I don't know. That, that guy's a piece of shit. Yeah. Okay, you have a wife and daughter at home. And he fucking sweet talks the midget in the going little person. Whatever. Apologize if there's someone under the uh, the height of four feet that's listening yeah. to the podcast. I mean, no offense. But uh, yeah, the stripper to the back, and he's like, you need to get the fuck out of here now. He just robbed the fucking midget stripper of her money. 
with the promise of, hey, I'm going to pay you a shit ton of money to have sex with me. And it's like, uh, it's like some fucking reverse Grand Theft Auto healing going yeah. on right now. It's just Grand Theft Auto IRL, essentially, but you're a cop. Yeah. I just, I, I do, it's interesting the way they showed it, though, like I was saying earlier, he was the first person to be arrested, and he, they, they beat the shit out of him, holy shit. Yeah. And then that was, like, the, the biggest question I wanted answered, because it started, okay, well, he's arrested, we're going to show stuff about him in his past, but we're, we're not really going to go further into detail about the arrest until, like, the last two episodes, and then he starts talking, they start interviewing the main character, and he's just a fucking idiot. Yeah. He's constantly like, I'm not going to cooperate. And the guy, the lawyer's like... He said I'm innocent. He said I'm innocent. And he's like, okay, well, you're not. We have a lot of proof that you're not. And what do you say? Like, it's smart. I forgot what analogy he used, but essentially it's the better... It's the more... The earlier you cooperate, the better. Yeah. And you're... The deal you're already going to get is kind of shitty compared to what you could have gotten if you opened your mouth a long time ago or turn yourself in. So this is like, you're already going to kind of get the shittiest of the deals, but we're still going to work with you for a plea deal. And he's like, well, there is no working with me because I'm innocent. And they just gave up. They're like, we don't have time for this shit. Yeah. It's, I think it's crazy too that out of all the people that got, obviously it makes sense that he got the longest sentence, but Herschel only got like eight years for the shit that he did. He yeah. got like the, the, toward the lower end of the sentencing. I think it was like 25 for the main guy. And then it was like 16, 12, 12, 8. And I think the lowest was like seven years, maybe. There was a guy that looked like he had a fucking Muppet. The guy that was like, oh, he was obsessed yeah, yeah, with yeah. women. He looked like a Muppet to me. When he opened his mouth, I expect like someone fucking yeah. moving their hand. Anyways. Um, yeah. Well, her, the thing with Herschel is like they showed the. So. I just felt like the. I never more saw him social. like robbing anyone. So I'm wondering. He was beating the shit out of them, and yeah, I mean, he was doing like arrest. small, like, but like the two, the two uh, black dudes, they actually like while they're off duty, they're like, they're robbing drug yeah, houses. Yeah, yeah, his was more of a passive and, thing. Yeah, and then and he would uh, steal. From, they would just steal from each other too. Yeah, yeah, and even later on, they're like one of the the Muppet dudes, like we should stop, and the Gonzo or whatever, he's like, no, we're gonna keep doing it until we don't do it anymore. I'm like, you're fucking stupid. And if they would have stopped, they would have been fine. Get away while you're ahead, especially when they knew the FBI was tapping their tapping their phones and they're onto yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, the fact that they knew that and they still kept doing shit. He's like, well, uh, I'm just gonna enjoy living my life. You're gonna enjoy living the next six months and spend the next twelve years in jail. Yeah. You're not gonna have any of that money when you get out, dumb dumb. I don't. Yeah. Uh, whatever. That's, if you make it out, you're if, gonna go to prison. If you as make a cop. it out, yeah. Well, there's also that. Yeah, yeah. like even and you're going you, like where you probably robbed like some of these people that are in prison or their family. Yeah, and you don't have the protection of being a cop. Like you're, you're one you're year stupid, would dude. suck, dude. One year would fucking suck as a yeah. cop. In pr- I did not. I didn't even like consider that at first. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. dude. Oh yeah, but yeah, that was a very interesting show. Yeah. It's uh I like this newer format. Disney Plus is kind of doing it too where it's like their shorter episode uh, document docu series. Well, it's yeah, but it, it, as far as the format like instead of like a 12 episode season that's like 30 minutes, mm-hmm. I guess I'm just used to watching anime and that's how it is. They're like six one hour long episodes so it's the same thing but I feel like you get more in one I mean no shit the episode's longer but it feels like I feel like every episode's like a mini movie yeah and I kind of like that format it started off with like when I started watching um, I watched Moon Knight a few months back 
on Disney Plus. It's like a Marvel show. Moon Knight, okay. It's similar concept where it's like 50, 60 minute episodes and there's six of them. It's like, it's almost kind of like, like almost like a trilogy of movies in a way with the duration of time. Yeah. The thing that pissed me off about it mm-hmm. was for when I didn't, because remember, I didn't know it was based on a true story till afterwards. But like by the fifth episode, when I realized that they they pretty much have them, like I thought this was gonna be a recurring series. Oh, so yeah. when I realized like, oh no, this is the end. Like I was That's like, it. but I'm gonna start. They have the wire. You ever watch that? Have you talked to me about that? Someone. Yeah, it's kind of. They have a lot of character. They brought a lot of characters from that show into this one. Oh, okay. All right. Um, the murder, uh, the homicide cop. Mm-hmm. He was in that show. They had a couple others. Okay. But that was like, that one's a whole series about like the Baltimore PD and oh, the sure, whole, okay. like the drug scene. But it's fictional. I mean, it's probably based on yeah, real events, but it's, but fictional it's not characters. fictional characters. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah, that's pretty. I, I've known about the show. I know it was fairly successful. I just I've never watched it personally. Yeah, there's this guy Omar who's like the scariest guy in Baltimore, and he's gay. Mm-hmm. And he just every time he walks down the street, people run. He like Shit. walks with like a shotgun in his in his hand and everything. He's, he's damn dude, pretty nuts. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was definitely a good recommendation. It was a good show. I like how uh, every I think it started like halfway through. They would at least say it once, like we own the city or we've run the city. It's like yeah. Ah! No. He said the thing. He, he said, said the, the thing. He said the title. You're going he to jail. Know how he said, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. No, that was very interesting. Very interesting show. A lot of intertwining characters. A lot of fucked up characters. And yeah. So I'm stayed out of Baltimore. Yes. Fans that live in Baltimore. No offense, but no thank you. Nope. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah. So yeah, I mean, out of like a one to ten, what would you rate that show? I'd say. Uh, I'd give it a 10 if it was a whole series, but the fact that yeah. it, it ended in one season. Why didn't they do more before they were arrested? What the fuck, yeah. man? No, Dude, <laughs> Dude fucking lazy. Yeah. They, why'd they get caught so early? Yeah, dude. See, if only they got arrested like last year, if they could have made like seven seasons. I know. Like, Come on, let's make the Simpsons out of this. Chop, chop, let's yeah. go. But, um, but uh, I'd say... Actually, no, I'm not going to deduct points because of no seasons, only one season. So I'm, I'm going to give it 9.5. 9.5? Damn. Because right. I, like, I like the actors in that. The Herschel, the act, him, he's mm-hmm. in. I used to like The Good Wife. He played mm-hmm. one of the lawyers. John Branthal, yeah. every, every movie's in. Yeah. He's, he's kind of like, a, you know John Wick, the, uh, the, the, the guy that owns a chop shop? Yes, yes, yeah, yes. That yes. guy, every, I forget his name, uh, but every movie he's John's. You mean in Chef? When he's in Chef? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 Chef. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John Staley or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, he's, he's, he's great. every movie he's in, he, it's, it's a hit. Yeah. So he's kind of like, and he doesn't always like. He's not Jason Statham where he says yes to everything? Yeah. Yeah. He's not, <laughs> he plays different. He, he was in another movie um, called The Shot Caller. Which is really good. When I watched what we're going to talk about in the next segment, uh, that movie came up as recommended for people that watched yeah. the, what you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, so I might watch that. This, this basically this uh, guy who works in finance. Mm-hmm. He's coming home from dinner with his wife and his two, his, his friend and her, his wife. I've been on the internet. I know where this goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Okay. It's not. It's not, it's not that kind of movie. Okay. Yeah. 
No, he, uh, um, they, he, they had wine, mm-hmm. and so he runs I, yeah, a red light. Even, and then even more so. <laughs> he runs, he runs a red light. They get t-boned. Mm-hmm. The couple dies, so he goes to prison. Mm-hmm. And since it was like a, he, he t-boned them. No, he got t-boned. Oh, okay. But okay, he okay. ran a red light, and he was drunk. So was yeah, his, yeah, yeah. So he goes to prison. And like his lawyers, like the prison you're going to is like where they send the heavy hitters mm. because he had to, he decided to take a deal. And so he gets to this prison and the lawyer's like, look, when you get there, you got to, someone tries you, you got to fight him. So everyone like, oh, the first night. Nip it in the butt immediately, essentially. Yeah. Well, the first night he's there, mm. one of the new guys that he came in with gets, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So he, he sees it happen, turns around and lays in bed and he goes. Oh shit! So the next day, someone tries him and he he fights him. He's like prepared. And so he he uh, then 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 he goes to solitary confinement for fighting. Then when he gets out, the uh, the white supremacist prison gang. Mm-hmm. He's a white dude. He goes. Uh, <laughs> Shocker. Yeah, Shocker, yeah. <laughs> no, no, he's black. Yeah. Uh, he goes to the the leader and like he basically moves his way up because he's he has his finance background. He's pretty smart. Okay. And so he moves his way up the Aryan Brotherhood to oh. the point where I, you got to watch it. Yeah. But John Brenthal, who's Jewish, plays a skinhead play in the... Interesting yeah, how that works. It's almost like he... Uh, I see a yeah. reoccurring theme with yeah. the guys that he plays. <laughs> yeah. But um, that was... What was that called again? Shock. Shock. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I'll probably watch that soon. That's the guy the from... Uh, what's the one that everyone was pissed about? That How it ended with the dragons... Game of Thrones. Yes, yeah, he's in that one. I think he the the because I watched the first couple episodes. He's like hooking up with his sister in the beginning. He pushes a kid out of the castle. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's like he's the episode main one. That's all that I've seen in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Is that one episode where he's like, and your kid's dead now? Okay. Yeah. Like, so right. he that's the main character in this movie. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So, I'll yeah. definitely watch that. Yeah. Maybe a future review on the on the podcast. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. How like he goes from finance to to yeah white power you know yeah. uh, interesting the evolution the duality of man. Well, you think like a, a hardened <laughs> criminal would? I mean, he does stuff in prison. Yeah, but you would think like a repeat offender, someone that's like murdered people, that's the going to be the head of the. Yeah, but he moves his way up like having just just going from like driving drunk or buzzed mm. to like head of like yeah. <laughs> but yeah, nice. fuck yeah, I'll definitely watch that. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh yeah, movie. Are we done with the show? Yeah. So that. So the first segment is the uh, just a review. Um, we're gonna try to oh, well, fit would, in. Would you uh, rank out one out of ten? Uh, I for a show that's not typically my kind of show. I still thought it was phenomenal. Yeah. I probably gave it like a, give it like an eight point five. Eight point five. So yeah, I still again, it's not necessarily my type of my cup of tea if that makes sense but I still think it was phenomenal yeah so I, I enjoyed it from front to end but oh yeah dude. no it was very good um but yeah so for this episode or if we can I'd like to work either a little game kind of like what I'm going to lose to in about the next 10 seconds or a review kind of like what we just did yeah. again we're still kind of figuring out what we're doing which whatever you know just throw shit at the wall and see what find sticks like a- like when the album comes out that we yeah. both are interested in. Yeah, we'll do more so. Like, again, there's another movie that we were talking about. Uh, if you're able to watch it, 
before the next episode. If anything, I could watch the movie. Which, you were just bullet train. Oh, yeah. So yeah, if yeah. you want, maybe like in the future, you could watch Bullet Train and I could watch the movie we were just talking about and we could do another little uh, Dante loses at uh, another game. Have you seen The Town? Ben yes. Affleck? It's okay. been a while, but yeah. I mean, you could still rewatch it. I don't care. I probably saw it when it first well, now came I out. I want to do a new, because I'm going to do, I haven't seen Bullet Train, so we'll each pick a new one. So yeah. If you haven't yeah. seen Shot Caller, that's definitely, yeah, so definitely in my top 20. Oh, or yeah. have you seen The Big Short? Yes, yes, oh, yes, have? yes. Okay. I have. All right, so then, yeah, we'll do... We'll do I own it, actually, it. now. Um, the Voodoo, where I actually, where I watched... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I own it, so... Dude, Ryan Gosling. Oh, yeah. He's another one, any movie he's in, mm-hmm. I'm about it. Oh, yeah. The uh, the only one... I didn't really get the the futuristic one. Was it Blade, Blade Runner? Runner? Yeah. I mean, it was it was all right. I just... I, I didn't see the first one. I didn't, yeah. I didn't kind of get what was going on. Uh, for someone that considers himself like a movie head, I've never seen Blade Runner, so I don't yeah. know if it's a, a sin or not. But speaking of Ryan Gosling real quick, I watched, which is not usually the kind of movies that I wanted to watch. My girlfriend was, I put her no through book. a bunch of this stupid shit. No, but uh, Ryan Gosling. Um, fuck, what was it called? Crazy love? Stupid Love? Yes, Crazy Stupid Love. That's a good love. movie. I didn't, I didn't. Oh. I, no, I, I liked it. I did oh, okay. like it, but. <laughs> I it was, I'm saying I make her watch a bunch of shit I want to watch. So it's like, all right, well now it's your turn to pick, and she picked that. And yeah. but I, at first, I'm like, I like him. I love Steve Carell, so I'm sure I'm gonna like it. But it's like, yeah, it's a romance movie, whatever. It was, I loved yeah. it. Yeah, it, it was that was that was a good movie with a wholesome ending. Yeah, a little crazy at the end with the daughter of the the babysitter. Oh, yeah, yeah a little yeah, crazy yeah. at the yeah. end, but that that was a very good, very wholesome ending. I like that whole Ryan Gosling goes kind of like from a player to like, well, I, l- I like that kind of character in those movies where it's like, I don't need love. I just need to fuck. He's like, well, I love this person and I've discovered what love is. Yeah. And it's a very good movie. You noticed the, all the people that were in the big short and that movie? Yeah. Steve Carell's in the big short, Ryan uh-huh. Gosling and the teacher. Yep. Yep. Yeah. She oh plays, my god, the yeah. teacher, Jesus Christ. Dude, was- hey, Melissa Tomei. <laughs> she, I like Melissa Tomei. She's yeah. a great actress. And uh, Isn't dude, she also, she's Aunt May in the new Spider-Man movies, I think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Aged, she looks the same as in those movies, the exact same. Yeah. But, um, so we're going to do another little uh, over, under, Rotten Tomatoes, I'm going to lose again game. Um, I recommended you watch Knives, Knives Out. Out, which... I'm kicking myself for not putting it in my top five because honestly, like when I first watched it, it was like, okay, Abraham Lincoln's dethroned. But I happened to watch it so many, like a few times before we made that episode where I do love it, but it's like, I've seen it enough right now kind of deals. Yeah. But obviously those things are always subject to change, but that's easily, if not top five, top 10. But uh, I recommended Knives Out and you recommended Sicario, which we we talked about both, obviously more of the latter in the movie episode, (laughs) but we talked about both briefly. So now we're going to go a little more in depth and kind of talk about the movie and give a little review. And then do over under. And do over under. And uh, let's see if we're surprised to see what happens. (laughs) So uh, which one would you like to talk about first? You want to do Knives Out first? Sure. We could do Knives Out. I saw saw this movie three times in theaters when it came out. Yeah. Kind of similar to the show that we were talking about where it's like all these moving pieces that are somehow one way or another connected, even if they don't know they're connected. What a fucking movie, dude. Yeah. If you haven't seen Knives Out, you gotta see watch Knives it. Out. Yeah. Oh, is it on? I think it's, it was included in Prime, right? No, I rented it. Oh, sorry. So it was only three, three bucks. Yeah. It's, but it was worth it. It's a, it a good, good fucking movie, movie dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, essentially, it was it the Thromby family. 
Yeah. There's a yeah, the the elder of the family essentially uh <clears throat> she he is best friends with her his younger uh caretaker I guess, nurse care, caretaker nurse slash kind of best friend. Yeah. And through certain events that happen, uh it seems like she accidentally gave him his wrong the wrong too much of it was like morphine or something. Yeah, so he has uh, he has like a lighter painkiller. Yeah. And she had mixed. She thought she mixed the bottles up. Yeah. And so she thought she gave him. She's supposed to give him a hundred milligrams of the medicine. Medicine. Or I don't know if it was painkillers, medicine, or something for his shoulder. Whatever. Yeah. And then uh, three milligrams of morphine. She, she thought she swapped. The, yeah. Who she thought? Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. She thought she swapped the the vials, and. Uh, she accidentally gave him a hundred, what she thought, a hundred milligrams of which is, mor- morphine. Which is pretty quick death. Yeah, and she couldn't find in the morphine kit. There's a naxa naxaphine, which counteracts the morphine overdose. Yeah, she just, couldn't find it in her medical bag. Which again is very important for later on. But. So I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, oh, this is good. This is a murder mystery. And then halfway through, it shows how like how what everything happened, and I was like. I was texting texting you like, yeah. she's just imagining this, right? Like, yeah. This isn't what really happened because I'm halfway through the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you watch like Law and Order mm-hmm. and they get like a guy like early in the show mm-hmm. and they're like, what are you going to do with the rest of the hour? Like it was like that where I was like, okay, what's the rest of the movie then? Yeah. And so are we spoiled? Yeah, that's just spoiled? a review. Oh, yeah. yeah, fuck it. So it turns out that the movie's been out for like four years now. So whatever. Yeah. Go her, on. her, uh, his oldest son or youngest son or grandson. Grandson. He Captain cut, America. Basically, he cut his whole family off because they're just kind of mooching off him, except for his daughter, uh, yeah. Jamie Lee. Essentially, the entire movie takes place kind of during like the morning after the funeral, like not the yeah. morning, but the morning, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So he, well, it starts with at the birthday party. Yes. And so he goes around. He has one son that runs his publishing company. He basically fires him. Yeah. Because he wants him to kind of have his own thing. They kind of, I like how they play the night of the birthday party from everyone's perspective, but not yeah. all at the same time. And you kind of, you're, it gives you clues through the next person's perspective of that night. I love when they do stuff like that in movies. Yeah. Oh, in the beginning, when Daniel Craig is hitting the piano, I thought that was like a sign, like, this is a clue you need to pay attention to. Yeah. So I'm like listening. I'm like, okay, so, all right. So I'm remembering it. Yeah. And then once we get to the middle of the movie, I was like, I remembered all those facts for nothing. This is not what, yeah. You know. I thought that's what it was like, an interactive movie where they're like. I think he was just trying to like be edgy and get people's attention and startle them. Yeah. But yeah, Daniel Craig did a phenomenon. So essentially there's detectives that are sent over because they have suspicion based on his form of death that it wasn't it wasn't natural. Yeah, he had his he had his, uh, his throat, throat cut. slit. Yeah, yeah. So there. But not everyone knew that at first. Yeah, and they weren't going to tell the family because, like, hey, someone's either your grandfather and father killed himself or he was murdered. Because if he was murdered, it was someone in the family, so they didn't want to give all the information away. Yeah. But they're like they're not saying why. I mean, like we more information is needed before we can come to a verdict of his death. Because something else that they'll see, they didn't see an overdose of the morphine in his toxicology report, but we didn't know that due to a certain turn of events where the toxicology report was destroyed 
or they thought the original one was destroyed. Yeah. But well, that was the thing is they were uh, the girl. So basically, the youngest, the grandson. So he goes to the birthday party. Chris Evans. Chris Evans. The grandfather says, "You're cut off." And he's not going to pay his bills anymore. Basically, tells him that Martha, the nurse, is going to be the one who gets everything in the will. Yeah. So he comes up with a plan to make it look like the nurse murdered their grandfather, their grandfather because of the Slayer rule, mm. which means if you kill someone and you're if you're responsible for that person's death, then you're out of the will. You don't get it. Yeah. You don't get it. What right? was air quote entitled to you? Yeah. Yeah. So he had to make it in order to get that will revoked he had to make it look like she was responsible so he went in and switched the vials mm. so he put the medicine in the morphine vial and then the morphine in the medicine vial expecting her to, to use the up. medicine well no expecting her to get it right she oh she, yeah well she did because she she knew the, the, the chemicals the, the viscosity she could feel what like she didn't even look at it she's like such a good, she's so good at what she does. She literally just by picking it up and feeling yeah. it, she knows this is this, that's that. Even though the labels were swapped, yeah. which is why she thought that she killed him. Which then in returns, he essentially he flits his own throat. Yeah, to make it so he he does that because he doesn't want her to get in trouble. Exactly. So if he he thinks he's getting, she thinks she gave him a hundred milligrams of morphine. He thinks he's gonna die. He knows if he dies of an overdose and the toxic. The college Talk, report, report yeah. comes back. She's gonna get in trouble, so he slits his own throat. Makes to make it, it a look, possible suicide. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, he's holding the fucking knife. Too, yeah. So yeah, but that God, that's such a smart movie. Just yeah. like you just talking about it, I feel like doesn't really do it justice because obviously it's been a bit since I've seen it. But there's so many intertwining, interconnected pieces, and it doesn't really tell you everything all at once. But goddamn. Then there was that was the main plot. Then there was a secondary plot of once shit hits the fan, and after the will reading happened, the entire family learns that the nurse is getting everything essentially. Yeah. And they're all like, "Well, you don't deserve it because you're not blood. He's our relative. He's our family. You're not. You're like a family friend and all. You know, we care about you, but not enough to let you have everything. So it was like a second." side plot of the story of well now they're grieving over the father but they're also fucking greedy or the grandfather but they're also greedy and they want the money they want what they think is entitled to them yeah even though he's like no she's getting all of it so then god there's so there's so much stuff that happens well, in this movie the one thing and I don't know if remember how he said he told the son she beats me more a go than you do yes the grandson uh, what I took that as is him telling the grandson that the grandfather telling the grandson. The grandfather telling the grandson like that he doesn't spend enough time with him to play him enough to where to learn yeah. to be able to beat him. Or no, I just meant like he beats him when they play, but he doesn't come see him and play exactly. him. Exactly. Yeah. Like if you were here more and played more with yeah. him, you'd be better, but you don't and you're not. They all just kind of mooch off of him and you it's know. more like a passive, hey, I love you, but also you pay my bills. Yeah, like the, the He's a very of, successful person, the grandfather. He's a publisher, he does uh, company owner too yeah. yeah so like his son his oldest son who runs the um the publishing company the publishing company he's also like, wanted to make like movies out of yeah, it yeah netflix wanted to take his move his books his his father's books and turn them into series and uh he he kept turning them down and finally he fired him because he's like he kept egging yeah, him on yeah we just wanted he wanted his kids to kind of get off the he, you know 
get, get their own get off the teat if yeah, you get will off the yeah, yeah like you guys are there. I mean all of his kids and grandkids are 30s 40s 50s started acting like it oh that one girl was was scamming her scamming the, the dumb uh, one yeah yeah the dumb like he had this fucking total like that's scam. not even her his daughter that was his husband or his, his son's, son's ex-wife that still well, takes no, he, care of the daughter. He passed away. Yeah. Well. Oh yeah. 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 You know, I don't I mean, know if they got divorced before, but either way, yeah. widowed. It's like so yeah, he, she. Had, it's a very big family of just weird fucking people. Yeah. But yeah, the the fucking his son, late son's wife, ex-wife, whatever, is having money sent from the grandfather's account to her daughter for college. Most of it's just going into her pocket. It's just like there's so many well, intertwining plot no, points. No, she, the finance, the financier or whatever of yeah. his trust, has been giving a tuition check to the school and to the mom. Yeah. So she's been double. She was double dipping. Yeah, she basically. was doubled, yeah. yeah. It was like two hundred thousand dollars a month that she was essentially taking. Yeah. But because he's old and has a bunch of money, it's not something he realized at well, first. What's interesting is like you're getting a hundred thousand. I guess was that. That'd be a year then. Yeah, she probably was saying, like a year's yeah. worth. Yeah, she was like saying like she's broke, and it's like you're getting all this money. Probably because she's spending it on not important shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just not worrying about what's important and just buying all that like she had, fancy dresses and watches and phones and cars and shit. It's like ah, it's fucking disgusting. But yeah, that's yeah. there's a lot of interconnected pieces. That's I mean, then there's another side plot of the. Her, his oldest daughter's husband was cheating with the fucking cleaning lady and all this other shit and it there's you don't know obviously you don't you see that his throat is slit and you don't see that he kills himself until later on and they're like well when I forgot the guy's name the detective uh, Daniel Craig Daniel Craig oh, I don't know his character name no that's fine Daniel Craig F- fucking Chris Evans called him Foghorn Leghorn because he yeah. has a, it's a British dude with a country accent it's, he does a good job yeah I say I said he sounds like Foghorn Leghorn but um, it was whatever it's believable anyways we were not given all the information at first and when they're kind of hinting at he might have been murdered well all of these side plots are kind of showing how some these different family members might have committed the murder, which is what makes it because you don't like they're giving you several different options, and I, I I love it. Yeah, there's again that's like it's obviously we're talking about it. We I mean I assume we both think it's a great movie. Yeah, but you just you got to watch it. Yeah, you have to watch it. It's well because the the whole thing is he gets murdered the night that he cuts everyone off. Yeah, so, so it's, it's like it's really bad timing. Yeah, it makes you think anyone could have done it. Yeah, so. But then halfway through the movie, they kind of reveal it. And mm-hmm. then you're like, what the f-? You Yeah. Know? And, and then, then there's a twist within the twist. and I love that how the end of the movie when he they essentially get Chris Evans to admit that he was behind all of it. And he had the night. They, it was a callback to earlier in the movie where it's like he's something about how he's He can't smart, tell the difference between a, a prop, and, prop a real and, knife. and a real knife. And then when he tries to kill the fucking uh, the caregiver, I forget her name. Martha. Mar- when he tries to kill Martha, it's the fucking prop knife. Yeah. And it's all dramatic, and he's like, shit. And that, that, that was, oh, there, he had so many good one-liners. Just the whole, when he comes over to, like, the the will hearing, when he's just, everyone's like, why are you here, why are you here? He's like, eat shit, eat shit, eat shit, definitely eat shit. And pointing to everyone. Oh, God, there's so many very detailed characters in that movie. Yeah, because they're basically telling him, like, he's going to be cut out. Yeah, and he knows already that that's why Martha's he's getting all the money. So he, he kind of just plan went yeah. through. But 
And they're making, they are making a second one. I believe it's either the end of this year or the beginning of next year. But the only reoccurring character is, I keep forgetting his fucking name. Daniel Craig. The only re. So I, I would imagine it's just going to be. I mean, I guess he was a part. He wasn't the main character, but he was like a partial narrator. I mean, he also was working with Martha the entire movie. So I guess it's probably going to be, again, from his perspective, or it's just. I don't mind. Listen, if all the movies are as smart as this one, have just like. It's Daniel Craig's character's cases that he's working on. I, yeah. I I wouldn't mind like as long as they're entertaining and they're smart. I fuck it, you keep making them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think the next one would be better if what? like I I liked it when it was I thought it was interactive mm-hmm. where like you pay attention to try to solve it. Yeah, yeah. Like so that's what I was doing the first half, and then so maybe, once it was revealed, it was then it was like towards the end it was like then you're trying to figure things out because they go to that meeting place and mm-hmm. then she's. You know, the I didn't. Did you know? Oh, did you know his name was Hugh? Who? Uh, Ransom. That's what. Yes, yeah, Ransom. Yeah. Ransom. Did you yeah. know his name was Hugh? Because remember, at the end, he's like, "Hugh did this." Hugh did this. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of you, that that's another scene. Oh my! It's there's so much shit yeah. in that movie. All right, just please watch Knives Out. I don't think there's going to be any connection to the second one, so it's not. You know, they're probably going to be two independent stories, but definitely watch Knives Out. And you said Bullet Train's like that one. Bullet Train is another. It's it's. Is it the same, same director? Or? I have to look. I don't think so. I'd have to look it up. But it's it's the same in regards to there's several moving pieces that one way or another through present or past they're connected, even if it's by mistake. And it's it's similar to Knives Out, where like there's you see all of the pieces kind of click together, and you don't really know everything that's going on at first. But it, it's a really really good movie. Okay. But I guess. Uh, Oh, I guess with the ending is everything winds up working out. And Martha keeps everything. Yeah. So Mar. So the detective or the private investigator Daniel Craig. Yeah. He looks at the toxicology report and sees that he didn't overdose on morphine because she knew which one was which. Basically, absolver of any responsibility. So yeah. the will stands. Yeah. So. At the end, Martha. Yeah, he was inter- like he was interrupting. It's like you, you're all selfish children. You're not entitled to this. She is because that's yeah. what the will says. Yeah. But go on, sorry. But um, oh, so he absolves her of any responsibility. So the will stands, and so at the end, she has to decide of whether she's gonna give the inheritance to the children, and please the family, and then, uh, you know, Daniel Craig basically says, "Well, I have my own opinions, but." You should know what uh, or uh, what you want to do in your heart. And then she goes and looks at a picture of the grandfather. Mm-hmm. And then she goes out on the balcony with this uh, coffee his, cup. His cup, yeah. Yeah, so he has a coffee cup that uh, he uses that goes, my house, my rules, or... I think it's like my, my house. Mm-hmm. My coffee. Like, it has a checklist. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. So she goes out. She has a blanket over, and she goes out on the balcony, and then you just all see all the kids and the grandchildren mm-hmm. look up at her. Yeah. And that's... then she drinks from the cup that says, my house, my, you know. My, cost, then... my, my house, my coffee, my rules or something. Yeah. yeah. My so, mug, my rules. That was it, a good and, fucking ending. Yeah, because the whole movie, they're kind of treating her like shit. Like, I mean, they're, they are, but they aren't. So, well... I mean, there. Th- okay, so another, I guess, point that we again, there's so much to talk about this movie. Martha's mother is not; she's an, she's an illegal immigrant, technically. Yeah. So the family is essentially threatening, indirectly threatening to report her mother. 
yeah. to the government. It's like, hey, if you don't give us what we're owed because our father and grandfather owes us, even though he's done nothing but hold your hands and provide everything for you, uh, we're going to report your mother. And you, we, we, you wouldn't want anything bad to happen to your mother, even using one of the children's daughters that Martha's best friends with as, like, call bait to, like, see if she could talk some sense into her while also being, like, listening to their conversation. Just the family just turns into just rabid fucking animals with her. You know what I saw was interesting, too? The two people that could only beat the grandfather and go mm. went head-to-head in their own kind of game. Because you remember at the end when he's like, if you Ransom. if you didn't call... Yeah, yeah. So at the... or. If, uh, like, if he didn't, if she didn't call the ambulance to help out the girl, yeah, like how things would have changed, yeah, exactly. Like, so she's playing her own game mm-hmm. and like not kind of going along with what he wants, yeah, her to do. Like he's expecting her to find this dead body and then leave it, but yeah. he act- she actually calls an ambulance because she would think that she's guilty because she was yeah. saying you did this when she was saying Q did this. Yeah, yeah. there was a, another aunt or relative that Ransom winded up poisoning. Oh, she was the housekeeper. The housekeeper, yeah. yeah. So she saw, after the murder happened, she went in. She was the only one. It was during the funeral. She was the, the one that found him. Pretty sure she was the one that found yeah, him, too. Yeah, she yeah. was bringing she like found his morning him. tea or coffee or whatever, and she found his, the, the grandfather's dead body. On the day of the funeral, uh, he went back to swap the, swap the, the vials. vials again. Yeah, she yeah. saw him. So she had a friend at the, or cousin at the, Toxicology, toxicology thing she didn't understand the numbers yeah so she basically thought like sending this to him would be like you know i know what you did blah 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 yeah, yeah she ended up he ended up sending it to the nurse she thought that she had given him morphine it's not found out till later when the cop when daniel craig's character gets the actual toxicity report mm. he can understand it and he goes oh he didn't die of a morphine you're overdose. innocent yeah, yeah. so which well, I mean, in a way he killed himself for nothing which kind of sucks yeah. Which he didn't know, obviously, what he did, if that was the real situation, was the best course of action, but it just sucks that things were manipulated in the way they were, otherwise he would have been fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that obviously the, wouldn't, the movie wouldn't be the way the movie is without that happening, but it just sucks now knowing all of it, like he would have survived if he didn't slit his own throat. Yeah. But that was the best course of action, because otherwise, if that was the case, then she would have been the first suspect. Which, in a way, she kind of indirectly was because she was the one that spent the most time. Oh, I like that her... I'm just remembering now because it's... I've seen the movie many times, but it's been a while since I've watched it, so I'm kind of remembering certain important details as we're talking about it. Martha, um, she has, like, an involuntary reaction where she vomits if she lies, so she has to tell the truth, which is... But she kind of gets around lying because they think it's disgusting when she throws up and she sees they're getting sick. And she's getting sick and like, okay, we're not going to ask any more questions. But yeah, like a lot of the characters have their own quirks about them. Yeah. The fucking, one of the grandsons is like a SJW warrior on Twitter and he fucking the looked like a neo-Nazi. Was, uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. The yes, Yeah. And so he had both, I remember at the end when he's like, that met Nazi masturbating. Her yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God. They were like, what are you doing in the bathroom so long? Yeah. Uh, I can yeah, hear yeah. you through the air vents. I thought that was, that was funny. It was very, I don't know, it had a nice charm to it. Yeah, no, it was a good, good movie. Nice hell ending. Yeah. Hell yeah. I recommend yeah. it. A better movie this time. It wasn't yeah. a B movie this time. Abraham Lincoln, The Vampire, Hunter, or Slayer is probably the only B movie I have on my list, unless you count Crank or half of Jason mm. Statham movies on there. The you, rest of them are pretty good. You gave it a B? 
No, I'm just messing. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. But I, I think they did a phenomenal job. Very smart, perfect yeah. ending. The only thing I thought was maybe kind of over, like a little crazy, was when Ransom burnt down the fucking toxicology place. Yeah. Whatever. Other than that, I, I think the movie, like, I, I thought it was perfect. I, I think what you were think, <clears throat> what you were thinking, which is a good thought process, when he was like slamming on the keyboard, I think he was doing that in between interviews to kind of show like this is the next segment of the movie or this is the next story we're gonna tell. Yeah. So maybe that's I again I haven't seen it in a while, so I'd have to see it again. But maybe that's what it was. But I feel like if they do do something like what you were thinking they were gonna do in the next movie, as like, hey, this is a little auditory stimulus to tell you pay attention to this this is important for later on I think that would be even make the second the sequel even better oh yeah but yeah so I thought it would have been better if they were doing it if if it was more interactive yeah but I was kind of upset once they did the reveal in the middle but then once I realized after then it was a fake out fake out kind of yeah Chris Evans one-liners, just half the shit. He's just yeah. shit-eating grin the entire time. Also, the complete opposite of Captain America, which is even funnier, too, because yeah. Captain America is very innocent, in a way, yeah. very by the books, and he's like, eh, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but that's, uh, I guess, out of, like, what would you give this movie out of 10? I'd say 8.8. 8. 8. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I would probably give it, like, if I'm not being biased, I give it a ten. Yeah. But I probably give it like a nine. Nine. So I, I, I loved, fucking loved this movie. I should have talked more about. It. Honestly, I'm glad that I didn't because now we could talk about it here. Yeah. There's so many movies that I love that could have been on my top ten that were like on the uh, honorable mentions that we could. That we have an entire list we can go through and just do stuff like this. Yeah. So I'm. I wanted. It was difficult to not talk about it in the top five, but in a way, I'm glad that I didn't for that reason. But anyways, yeah. So I guess as far as the game, uh, over under the game now, uh, over let's say over under um, over under. Do you want to do by tens? I don't want to make it too unfair. No, that's not what I do. Okay, over. I do it like three points from where it's at. Over usually. under ninety five percent. Over. It's ninety seven. Dude, which, yes. Which I think the lowest. So. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 97. Oh, uh, wait, wait. Over, under, user. Oh, uh, over, under, user. It's the same. Oh, it is? It's the same, oh, yeah. Okay. So it, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's the same. That might be the only time I've seen Rotten Tomatoes get it right. Yeah, honestly. I mean, there, there are some decent... The lowest thing I've seen is on IBDM gave it a 7.9, which I think is a little harsh. Yeah. I think the lowest that I personally would give it is like an 8. Yeah, I think that's like a little whatever. I know one. When did that make, come out? Twenty nineteen. Oh, okay. So it's just a newer movie, well, especially I'm, relative to like what's been coming out recently. That's like, honestly that's why it blew me away because I'll, they're not to. Well, I hate when people use this, but I'm going to use the term. Most of the shit that comes out now is kind of mid. Yeah. And then this movie comes out and it fucking blew me away. This and also this came out around the same time as the first Into the Spider Verse movie, which I know that's not really your kind of thing, but. Storytelling wise and like visually, phenomenal movie. Yeah. So like twenty, like late twenty nineteen was really good for movies. I'm pretty sure that was also either twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. The most recent Liam Neeson movie that I watched, um, Cold Pursuit, really good movie, especially for a character, an actor that does the same role. Is that in every the one movie. where his son gets killed? His son named Dante is killed. 
Oh, dude. But it takes place in a... Based uh, on a true story. Yes. Wait a minute. Where are you, Dante? Yeah, well, it's not going to be episode seven now. No, I'm not uh, involved in the drug trade, so I'm fine. But Wait, uh, was he or he just worked at the airport, right? He, so his son worked at the airport, but he, he did have connections with drug oh, dealers. Okay. And I think he, he got mixed in with the wrong crowd and he was killed. But that's, we could save that for another day. But um, yeah, so Knives Out then. Uh, I think Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 97 and like the audience review was like a 98. So okay. either way, you got it right. So yeah. that's Knives Out, I guess. For what did you pick for your movie? Obviously, Sicario. I know. Sicario. Sicario, which if I. It's my number one, I, I think. Yeah. yeah. It was either that or the big short. Top but five. But I'm pretty sure it's Sicario was number one. Top three, at least, right? Regardless. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Okay. So I guess you want to start off with... Yeah, Sicario. What a crazy fucking ride, too. Like, this very... That I told you to continue and I cut you off, sorry. No, no, you're this good. This is like... These are both bangers, okay? These are bangers, both, like, high-quality fucking movies. Like, just from the fucking... Just, tell the people what it's about. <laughs> we, we got some shit to talk about, okay? Tell the people what it's about. The whole, like... Like, we're going to start from the beginning or just kind of the scope? The of general show. scope. And then we'll go so, into the crazy shit that was the first scene of this fucking movie. Basically, the CIA... So, the problem that America has with, I guess, the gang violence in the country is that there's too many cartels. And yeah. since there's too many cartels in Mexico, mm. there's a lot of fighting Crossover. going on. Yeah. Right? So, you have... And that violence spills over into the U.S. Yeah. So in order for them to kind of decrease that violence is by having just one cartel. So the CIA, which works for the government, that's crazy. Yeah. They're basically instilling their own a cartel that they can control. There can only be one. There can only be one. Cause, yeah. And if you think about it, it actually makes sense. Like, mm -hmm. if you just have one powerful cartel, yeah. there's, not, there's no one to, like, there's no, there's gonna be less killing. Mm -hmm. Like you're gonna have the killing of like, you know, people that rip you off, blah blah blah. But there's yeah. not gonna be this infight, this fighting with, between cartels. Like they, there was what was they compared it to fireworks, the shit that was just going on yeah. in the evening in Mexico. It was insane. They had, I think they have like nine or ten cartels in Mexico. Yeah. So it's like you have nine or ten trying to fight for, and then you get like this fentanyl problem where mm -hmm. they're, you know, opposing drug cartels or. Are putting fentanyl in their uh, their competitions drugs. In so products, yeah. if you if you have one cartel, you know, I mean, personally, I think all drugs should be legal. Darn it, whatever. Because it's like, you know, like okay, during the prohibition in the twenties, mm. the violent crime rate skyrocketed because it became European crime syndicates were selling alcohol because you couldn't buy it anymore. Yeah. So, well, if you tell people that they can't do it, they're just going to want to do it more and more often. Well, no, someone's going to provide that that service to them. Yeah, they're gonna. There's going to be money to be made. Yeah, and uh, since it's illicit trade, like mm -hmm. now that alcohol is legal, Budweiser and Coors, they're not putting out hits on each other. They since everything they're doing is legal. <laughs> there's no beer gangs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's no beer gangs. So since everything's since alcohol is legal. They have to compete on the legal terms where, you know, if there's a problem, you go to court. Yeah. You don't have to kill someone because, like, if you get ripped off by a coke, if you're dealing coke and someone rips you off, Tough you shit. can't go to the cops. You can't go. If Coors sent out a bunch of goons to hijack a, a Bud Light yeah. truck, 
they would go to jail. They Bud Bud Light would be able to to call the cops on them. The and stocks they, would go down for the company. Yeah, yeah. So they have to compete on the fair, or they have to compete with marketing. Yeah, a you fair know, legal sales, pricing, field. right? If you do that with drugs, if you look at most of the violence in this country, it's mostly gangs, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you have the passion crimes where, like, oh, I killed my, uh, you know, you kill your ex because yeah. blah 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 cheating. You got that shit, but most of it is uh, like gangs and shit. Yeah, they're fighting over drug territory. Mm. If you let Walmart sell Coke and heroin, it used to be in Coca Cola. <laughs> it's look. I'm not the drug use is gonna go up, but I personally I believe it's your choice. It's also you, natural selection. Yeah, it's it's like if you want to do meth, why you know go you shouldn't have to like if that's what you want to do, mm-hmm. then that's your choice. I don't agree with it. Yeah, but you're gonna get it if you want to do it. So, One way or another. You know, at least if Walmart's selling it. Behind the counter, and Walmart would sell it because yeah. it's Walmart, so yeah, they would Walmart, sell meth Walgreens, and crack. Yeah, CVS, all of them. Most of Walmart, though. Yeah, Walmart. Yeah, so <laughs> they're, they're selling the stuff, there? and it's pure. You don't have to worry about fentanyl because if they sell stuff that kills you or like that's yeah. cut or whatever, mm-hmm. for you know they wouldn't have to cut anything because once they legalize it, you could just grow coke in fucking Iowa, right? Yeah. So you know. You don't have to the risk of like mixed drugs. You don't have the violent crime. Drug use is gonna go up, and usually, the pol- the police unions are the ones that push to keep like weed illegal. Yeah. Because they make that's how they have their jobs. Yeah. Like weed crimes, which is ridiculous. Yeah, at this point, yeah. But um, they're the ones that kind of push against it, and um. But yeah, I mean, they say, well, po- property crime is going to go up. It's like, yeah, but which would you rather have? High p- property crimes or high violent crimes? Yeah. Okay. Oh, look, my stuff got stolen by a junkie. Oh, look, my son died in a drive-by. Like, yeah. yeah, I'll take the steal my thing, right? Yeah. So I think, and that's kind of at the end of the movie, he says, like, kind of says, like, they're a necessary evil. Because... Well, if you uh, want to go online as far as the characters, like... Oh, so Emily Blunt is this FBI agent who works at the... She's a the kidnapping task force, right? Kind of... Not, I mean, not like goody two-shoes, but compared to the yeah, other she, characters, she she's wants very to do, innocent. She wants to do everything by the book. Yeah, the air quote right way. So the CIA recruits her because... Well, we in, figure out why later yeah. on. So, well, we might as well just say... Yeah, whatever. So dude. the CIA, in order to operate... CIA is only allowed to operate... Outside the U.S. borders, because they lie to her and say, "I think it's funny." That was cheeky. Where are yeah. we going? The El Paso area. Yeah. I mean, technically, yeah, Mexico is pretty fucking close. Yeah. But you never said we we're going international. Well, the funny part was they brought. They said they brought her on for her tactical experience. Well, that too. And then they have Which like she, she thought was like really at the beginning. Well, no, I think she believed him a little because she was kind of a door knocker. Like, like mm-hmm. she's out there with the SWAT gear. But then once she gets in the meeting and she sees, oh, we have uh, this Bravo team that just came back from Afghanistan. <laughs> the guy's wearing sandals too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean the the mil- they got yeah, yeah. They have different like, levels. Huh? Like they're they're on different. Her compared to the fucking SEAL Team Six. Yeah, in terms of tactical them. skills, yes, yes, those yes. guys are you know That's they're over there like actually killing. Like she's just kind of. So I think when she sees them, mm. she realizes like, okay, I wasn't brought on for my tactical skills. I'm a little in over you my head. You guys got 
you know, trained Navy SEAL or Army Beret yeah. or whatever. So, um, and then Benicio Del Toro, mm-hmm. who, okay, uh, remember the first time they did the Oscar So White thing? Mm-hmm. And it was because Will Smith got snubbed for the concussion movie. Mm-hmm. I think the one that they also should have added to that was Benicio Del Toro. He didn't get nominated for an Academy Award for his performance in this movie. Which is, now that I see it, fucking bullshit, dude. Are you dude, kidding me? Are you fucking like, kidding me? That guy should have... Would he... Be, even a supporting... I don't know if he was the lead. Would that be Josh Brolin or Emily? Well, that's going to be kind of weird because like, there's a second movie. Is he the lead in the second movie? Yeah, he's the lead in the second one. I mean, it's spoilers, obviously. So, the movie... They, it kind of revolves around him indirectly, so I think he's like he's a kind of like a shadow main character in a way, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, his he's basically a CIA um, Del Toro, Benicio Del Toro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a he's he's not he doesn't work for the CIA. He used to be a a lawyer, a d- district or something, whatever their DAs are called there. He also works for the fucking Colombian uh, cartel yeah, or something, right? Yeah, So or he's kind of. Yeah, he's kind of like a trained hitman, kind of. The CIA has him because he can do stuff off the book. Like, he's towards at the end of the movie, right? The CIA, and he's motivated to do it. He has yeah. motivation. So he was a lawyer in Mexico, His uh, the Mexican cartel, because I guess he was good at his job mm. at locking up the cartels. So the cartel basically killed his wife and daughter. Yeah. They threw her in a... Vat of acid? Yeah, vat of acid. And then decapitated his fucking wife. Yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. So Josh Brolin found him, trained him, and this guy has, I mean, everything he ever had was lost. Literally. And taken from the cartel. Yeah. So he basically works to kind of get the people that killed his family, which is this guy Reyes, who runs one of the bigger cartels, the Sonora or something. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole movie is... They're trying to they're trying to find out where the head guy lives, right? Mm-hmm. Which I was a little confusing at first because essentially they're going back and forth from Texas to Mexico to kind of stir the pot and to try to get information by having one of the main people slip up essentially. Yeah. So they they start shaking trees. First they get they find one of the um, the head. Of, the my favorite scene is uh, the on the way back from the border. Yeah. That one, I love that scene. Sometimes I'll just like, cause I I own it. I'll just go watch that part. Me too now. Cause it's so. <laughs> I, I just bought it. Yeah. It was like I think it was like four bucks to rent it, but it was maybe like six bucks to buy it. I was like, it's mine now. That's yeah. Fine. It it was worth it. I'm like it worth every fucking penny, dude. Jeffrey, I like Jeffrey Donovan. He was in. You ever watch Burn Notice? No, but I know. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. So like he's in it too. Um, but yeah, so they get this high. They go to Mexico. Mm-hmm. So basically, they need they need Emily Blunt only because they can't operate legal within, reasons. They can't operate within the U.S. borders without a local agency or, attached to them. Yeah, or a federal agency. Yeah. So she tags along um, just so they can operate within the borders of the United States, and they go to Mexico, which she's kind of freaked out about. Well, yeah, because they cause, said they were going to Texas. Yeah, well, and, and close then enough. her jurisdiction is she's a federal, she's in the FBI. Yeah. So for her to go to Mexico is kind of like 
Yeah. She has no jurisdiction there. Yeah, which it's the part they're going to is a very uh, violent area. Yeah. Um, do you remember what it was, Sonora, or they were there? Something with a something with like a Q or J at first. Uh, they went to Sonora, but they also went somewhere else. Uh, Juarez. Juarez, yeah. Juarez, yeah. yeah. They went, there's a silent J in there, something. Yeah, yeah they went to Juarez. And she, I mean, the Del Toro was like, welcome to Juarez. Yeah. Some, oh, there's like bodies hanging from the bridge. Yeah, that, and they just had a fucking shootout in the middle of an intersection. and like, yeah, leave them there. Yeah. Leave them there. I like that. So I feel like what this movie did, if done incorrectly, would make the movie shit. But because of the way they did it, it just made the movie ten times better for me. So, which which part do you think that they could have messed up on? The giving away Del Toro's character, his reasoning for being there, and who he really was three quarters to the movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like would be some weird kind of left field, like where the fuck did this come from? But I feel like the way they portrayed the movie, we're learning things through Emily Blunt's perspective. Yeah, and I feel like that was like. When we figured that out, that shit hit like a ton of bricks. Yeah. That's like the way they did that. That's phenomenal. They couldn't have done it any better. <clears throat> well, that, and that kind of points back to the We Were in the City, right? Yeah. Where it's like, where the Punisher's in both and plays a crooked cop in yeah. both things, which is fucking funny, except he's a bitch in this movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it kind of like necessary evils, right? Yeah. So it's like, with Emily Blunt, she wants to do everything by the book, yeah. by, you know, US law. Then you hear Josh Brolin, who's like this CIA Department of Justice director who runs this whole thing, and he explains why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. And then Emily Blunt's like, she's not happy. She's going to talk because she, she realizes what the they're books. doing at the end of the movie. Yeah. That they're, the CIA is funding just one cartel yeah. to, to run the drug trade mm-hmm. and you know, for, to stop the violence. So which side did you agree with? I mean, I feel, I don't think that obviously is some shady stuff they're going on, they're doing, but at the end of the day, they're trying to minimize, they're trying to minimize damage yeah. and violence. And obviously the drug trades is a slippery slope no matter how you look at it. So I feel like I don't think they're in the wrong. Yeah. I don't like, at the end of the day, they're trying to take out the big guys to hopefully reform this whole situation obviously it's not something you fix overnight yeah. but I think they're the way they're starting is it's the right way to go about it I mean it, I, who knows if it's really the right way but it's I don't think what they're doing is bad necessarily yeah I think I mean it's kind of a double-edged sword the entire time Emily Blunt and her what I thought was going to be like her love interest we've realized through another scene was not the case they're like best friends they're yeah. best friends or partners as well but um they were kind of kept in the dark throughout the whole movie, which again, I feel like the reason why the reveals work so well is because we were also kept in the dark. We, as the viewer, were viewing everything and learning everything through Emily Blunt's perspective. So, yeah, it kind of came out of left field, but it would also, I feel like it kind of flowed organically. Yeah. Like we weren't supposed to know until we were supposed to know, and we, were, we found out when they, Emily Blunt and her partner, kind of started shaking their own trees to see what the fuck was going on. I was worried that she was going to die at the end, though. I oh, was like, yeah. please, because he, which I kind of had a feeling that Del Toro was not going to kill her because he kept saying that she, or he said only twice, but she reminded him of essentially his daughter, which we didn't well, find out till the very the end. The thing is, is he can't kill her 
I mean, that would blow up their whole thing. She's but on, she doesn't know that. Yeah, but I mean, she's she's in Mexico. Yeah. So I'm talking about the yeah, end of the movie. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, that that rendezvous spot. Yeah, that's Mexico, right? Yeah. How how are they going to explain a dead FBI agent in Mexico? Yeah. So they, they he can't really, really kill her, but yeah. he knows that she has a vest on, and he sh- he could have headshot her. You saw at the end of the movie. Well, that's, He's what, got I'm, the that's what I'm saying. Yeah, at the end yeah. of the movie, he literally at the end of the movie, they're like, "Hey, you need to sign this paper saying that we did everything under the proper regulations and by the books." And she's like, "I can't do that," and. He's trying to be very comforting to her, but also is like, literally told her, dude, this is, you're committing suicide if you don't sign the paper. You remind me of my daughter. I don't want to do this. Just sign the paper. Yeah. And he still had the gun to her and was like pushing the gun further up to her neck. And then she signed and he's like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. He had gloves gloves on too to make it look like she killed herself. Dismantled the whole gun and he left. Yeah. And he waited too because he's, I don't know, that that was such the... First scene and like the last two scenes were the most powerful points of the movie. And it's like, it starts off, the movie starts off with them doing this drug bust and trying to find these cartel people and like, where are the fucking hostages? And one of the guys in like the bedrooms hiding out, one of the cartel people shoots at Emily Blunt with a shotgun and they see these fucking bags in the drywall and they're hiding what was supposed to be hostages, fucking like strangled to death with bags over their heads and hidden in the fucking drywalls. Yeah. What a way to start a fucking movie. The oh, entire yeah. movie is just dead people in the fucking drywalls. That that's some crazy. Yeah. And then they go to find this underground bunker and it, there's fucking explosives and like kills half the fucking team. Yeah, and that kind of motivates her to take the task, take yeah. on the task. Even cause... though she was still kind of half committed, that's why she I, I don't it also kind of makes you think, though, how much of that was planted to get her to cooperate. What the the bomb and no, the people, I, or just her? No, I don't. Her her tagging along was enough to get her to cooperate because they know she's not a bad person. Yeah, but, you know no, what I'm I, saying. Are you saying the CIA put the explosives there? To yeah, get, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think. I so. I think it's just they knew there was going to be some fucked up stuff there, and it's going to fuel her fairly narrow minded passion to want to cooperate with them. Yeah. Even like again when they had they essentially had the Punisher guy sleep with her to get information. Well, or they, was, they that knew the that was gonna happen. Oh yeah. They yeah, knew yeah. that was gonna happen with oh my god, it's so so crazy. And well I guess my question is obviously they're able to take down what seems to be the head boss of No, this. he's third in charge. So he's third in so that's that's what I was that's but he was the one responsible for Del Toro's family's death. No. He wasn't. Okay, I mean, so that's yeah. what I... I was a little confused, so that's what I was going to ask you He's his cousin about. or something. Okay, Jose that's Reyes, he's the The guy, guy with the glasses they show in the blue suit at the beginning of the movie for like two seconds. That I was like, this is the guy we're after, but we're going to talk to his cousin first, I think. Like, we only see like the boss boss for maybe two seconds at the beginning of the movie. I don't think they show him. Like, he's just so... Like he's you figured that the other guy I think is third in charge or second. Okay. And they had to basically get the one guy to to travel to find out where he's at. Yeah. I think these guys have so much money there you can't find them. Yeah. Like because well, they know. Yeah. You know if people knew where they were at, mm. people would come for him, right? Yeah. So they probably don't have any pictures of this guy, so they're moving their way up the the ladder, the yeah. leaderboard essentially. Yeah. But that was. Oh my god, that's some crazy ass shit. He, just the way that again Del Toro's character gets to find this dude, what he has to go through to do to find this guy. Yeah. By 
using and killing a bunch of people just fucking stone cold. And then he finds the second or third guy in charge at dinner with his family and is trying to be nice to the kids. Essentially, if your kids don't speak English, we're going to talk in English because uh, we're going to talk about what you did and why you're why I'm killing you tonight. Yeah. And the guy is like, don't kill me in front of my kids. And so he's that- like, okay, so I'm just going to immediately kill both your kids and your wife. Yeah. And then tell you, finish your fucking food just so I can shoot you in the stomach and then in the head. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. No, dude, that was a boss move. It all like- happened within like 10 seconds too. He's like, oh, okay. And now you're all dead. Well, I think what the powerful part of that scene is, I think he thinks that Del Toro's character is a good guy exactly. and isn't going to kill his family. Which so. under normal circumstances in movies, they wouldn't do that because, yeah. hey, you might have fucked with me, but I'm better than you. He's like, no, I'm out for blood. Yeah. And I'm good. I'm not done until it's done. And you just see the look on the cartel guy's face when he realizes like, oh. I yeah. fu- he, he clearly misjudged. Yeah. Yeah. That, God, that was such a powerful scene, dude. Yeah. He killed the kids first, then the wife immediately afterwards is like, go on, finish your dinner. You just told your kids to finish your dinner. And his but, eyes are wide open. He's scared. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. That yeah. was, and, oh, that was a good fucking movie. Yeah. So, which, again, I wanted to wait, obviously, I wanted to wait till we started recording to ask, but the second movie then, now they're trying to go after the second guy, and then the third one's going to be the first guy? Is that what they're doing? No, actually, the second one. Because I saw there's technically, I don't know if it's connected, there's a second movie, and there's also Sicario Made in America or something with Machete as the main character, it looks like. No, no, that's a different one. That's way. just no. something not connected. No, the um, the second one, they're going after Reyes. They, they're trying to... Basically, the premise of it is the cartels sneak over uh, Muslim extremists from Yemen, mm-hmm. and they come to America... So the, they get smuggled through the cartels to mm. America. They go blow up s- some American buildings. Yeah. So then the United States, the Pentagon basically says, well, because the cartels did that, we're now labeling them a terrorist organization. Yeah. So they bring, um, you know, because after a terrorist attack, they have to do something about it. So yeah. they bring Brawlin in to basically say, the cartel snuck these guys in. Mm. We need you to, they're terrorists. So basically they basically go, they're a terrorist organization now, so you can get dirty. Yeah. And they basically green light everything. You could do so, your, you could do your work now. So they start so he goes over there to try to start like inter uh fighting between the cartels to um I gotta watch it again. I don't remember why the, they do this. Hey, we could do we could talk about it in a future yeah. episode. I was just curious as the main objective is they're going up the ladder essentially. Like they're still trying to get the main guy. No, it's, it seems like it kind of breaks off. Like, Brawlin's not even doing the cartels until the terrorist attack happens. Okay, okay. I was so, just curious. But yeah. either way, you think they're making a third one, hopefully, oh, yeah, and that yeah. will well, wrap they better. up. And that will wrap this I'm gonna up. I'm going to be very upset if they don't. Because I thought, yeah, I was just a little curious because it doesn't look like there's anything with the cartel in the second movie, but I wasn't sure if the guy they killed, that's like, okay, cool, I got my revenge, I'm done, or if they're still going no, for the head Reyes, They're still, they, in the movie, they kidnap Reyes' daughter. Okay. But still, you don't see Reyes. He doesn't get to him. They but they leave the ending open mm. for a third one, and then hopefully a third one. I mean, they they have to end it like that. Because why? Point. Yeah, but that's let's not talk too much about that one. Because then yeah. we'll definitely in a future episode we'll watch that and we can. The second one's not that good. Oh no. No. Well, I just, mean, it's good. It's, just to like, if there is going to be a trilogy, yeah. you might as well finish it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no, just no, as no, a standalone no. movie, I thought it was perfect. Yeah, no, I'm, when I say it was not as good, 
Sicario is one of like three movies that I give a 10. Yeah. So Sicario 2 is like eight something. Yeah. Okay. So it's really good. But, the but first, compared to the first this, one. As a standalone movie, I probably, honestly, I probably give it a 10 as well. That's like, that was a good fucking movie. Yeah. That was a good fucking movie, dude. But. No, my dad and I saw it in theaters. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised it wasn't as popular because he basically, we found it online. There were no commercials for it. We just, you know, because we go see like, we, we used to just go look at what movies were playing on, mm-hmm. on Google and like look at the times instead of like just oh this movie's coming out we go like hey let's go watch a movie and then he saw the Sicario one where he's watching all the trailers he gets mm. to the Sicario one and he's like oh I think this one's gonna be good mm. and then we watched it and like right away I was like alright this is my favorite movie oh yeah okay let's do so now this is rot- or yeah so Rotten Tomatoes so we're I'm guessing the <clears throat> over under tomato meter 91. Oh, fuck. Mm. Yeah, that's difficult because I don't think they gave it. I, I say it's at least 90 or over. Okay, so let's say I'll say over 91. 92. Thank you fucking it. God. All right, audience score. Audience 88. score. 88. Audience score was. Over under 88. Uh, let's say let's say they probably gave it like a 90 no 85 85 oh yeah. okay whatever I got one or two look at that Rotten Tom- both both our movies Rotten Tomatoes got it right yeah they got the shit right the dude. audience they don't know what they're talking about 85 percent. nah fuck no. that dude yeah. 90 at least but I no, yeah, that's when we like the movie it better be over 90 yeah dude if I like the fucking movie you better give dude. that shit a 10 okay uh, I mean, Abraham, <laughs> I don't think they can give Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, no, 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 no. No offense. But. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> Listen, I understand. I think both those movies are leaps and bounds better than Abraham Lincoln. It's just something that it's it's just, no, it's yeah, just a meme. Yeah. Movie, you know what I mean? I recognize in reality of things, it's a pretty, it's mediocre at best. But I, I don't know. I love it. Yeah. What I like about both the movies we picked was that they're original. Like, they're and they're both. I've good. never seen any movie like. Sicario. Same, yeah. Not Still. like that, yeah. Like the I've same seen... thing with like the town, mm-hmm. where it's like I've seen bank robbing movies, but it's there's more backstory to the characters, and you know it's based on a actual city in the yeah. you know they had a I guess it's a city that has a lot of bank robberies, so it kind of has a true story element to it. Yeah, so. but it's yeah, more grounded in yeah. a way. But, but both original, not remakes, not... Yeah. Yeah. So... Because there's a lot of movies now, it's just remakes or let's take an idea that's been done into the ground and just do a, maybe an unoriginal un- spin to it. Yeah. But no, yeah. definitely both really good fucking movies. There's strong picks this time, for yeah. sure. Definitely. But, yeah, uh, next, I uh, heard they're doing an Ocean's Eight and a Half with uh, All Little People. That's going to be good. Yeah, Eight inclusive. and a Half. Yeah. It's not the size that matters. Yeah. Ocean's eight and a half. Maybe John Brenthal will be there to rob him after they robbed the fucking casino. There you go. Oh, my oh, God, yeah, dude. dude. That's some crazy shit. But, yeah. No. So, uh, do you want to kick it off to a break? And then we'll come yeah. back with our, hopefully, our most interesting segment. Hell, yeah. But, yeah, let's kick it to our sponsors. Howdy, y'all. My name is Joel Holstein, and I'm here today to talk to you about turmeric. I used to suffer from bloating, headaches, 
and the hypnotic whispers of the seven deadly sins before taking turmeric. Don't let the devil take control and reinvest your faith in our Lord today with turmeric. Turmeric has been proven to help with inflammation, hair growth, and cure AIDS. Howdy, my name's Joel. <clears throat> I met Jamal. Ever since my doctor prescribed me turmeric, I've been more productive at work since I haven't slept in 10 days. Plus, now I can talk to squirrels. Turmeric has changed my life. Common side effects of turmeric are inflammation, hair loss, AIDS, being completely gullible, looking stupid in public, wet dog syndrome, continuous uncontrollable orgasms, the fear of being related to Mark Zuckerberg and the deep longing of being reunited with your lizard tribe, and stage four Alex Jones. If you're experiencing any of these symptoms, please stop taking turmeric and call your doctor immediately. Take back your life today with turmeric. And we're back. Uh, so this uh, is going to be something new that we're trying out. Yes. Uh, this is the uh, cue the intro theme here, the new party question corner. Uh, so we haven't been getting uh, as many emails as we would have liked right now. Remember, you can email us at uh, newpartypodcast at gmail.com for any questions or if you have any shitty takes you want to have us roast or whatever. Yes. Uh, episode ideas, whatever it may be. That's... Uh, newpartypodcast at gmail.com obviously we're still a new and upcoming podcast so we're not expecting a bunch of stuff sent our way but you know until then uh, these questions or stories have been taken from the uh, r slash am I the asshole subreddit <clears throat> because uh, you were dumb enough to ask them on the internet for uh, for strangers on the internet the answer and we are strangers on the internet ready to answer your questions Yes. <laughs> so we picked a few of them. And, uh, we're pretty good at answering dumb questions. Yeah, exactly. It's, we've been, you know, we've been doing it for a few episodes now. <laughs> so uh, we picked a few just to kind of tell the story and, I guess, answer your questions, see if you're the asshole or not. Probably going to be, uh, but you never know. Would you like to kick it off? Yes. Am I the asshole for kicking my stepbrother out of my wedding reception after his kid peed on the floor? <laughs> oh, my God. Now, upon reading this, Thought it was going to be a younger kid. But let's get into it. All right. I, M26, which male 26, Yeah. got married to my wife, F25, female 25. Yeah, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> Two weeks ago. We kept it simple and sweet and held the wedding and reception at a local hotel. I have a stepbrother, Chris, M36. Shit, dude. Chris was already an adult when my mother married his father, so we don't really have a relationship and don't know each other that well. Chris is married, and they have 11 children, Holy ages shit. between 1 and 17. Jesus Christ. All right. <clears throat> I was apprehensive about even inviting Chris and his family because we never talked, and he behaved really inappropriately at my sister's wedding. That was a year ago, but that's another story. <laughs> During the reception, everyone was on the dance floor and getting snacks and having a good time. One of Chris's kids... F3, female three, yeah. Say fucking three. Oh, I must have misread this at the beginning. Never mind. Kept asking Chris and his wife to take her to the bathroom. Chris and his wife ignored her and kept dancing. Well. <laughs> the kids started screaming at them and having a meltdown. My aunt offered to take her to the bathroom and Chris told her to ignore her and said it's a power play his kid does. Chris's daughter pulled her dress up and peed on the floor in front of everyone. Oh, Chris started yelling at his eldest, F17. Uh, these are weird names. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> to, an Elon Musk name. Yeah. To clean the piss up. She started yelling back at him and it caused a whole scene. I got so much secondhand embarrassment and without really thinking, I just told Chris and his family to leave. 
Chris protested and said he had the situation under control, but I told him to just leave. I mopped up the pee really quickly. <laughs> the, the, the groom. Yeah. Oh, my God. The atmosphere was awkward for a bit, but everyone went back to having a good time. My stepdad and my mom are really angry that I asked Chris to leave and told me I was being unresponse, unreasonable. They said weddings are about family, and that includes the awkward moments. I told them that it's not my fault Chris and his wife let their kid pee on the floor and that I just can't let that happen at our wedding. Chris and his wife blocked me on social media, and my sister told me that they've been gossiping about me and making me very passive aggressive posts and been making very passive aggressive posts with captions like, Our family is so crazy. Some people just can't handle it. <laughs> my stepdad and mom have been super cold to me lately and said I should apologize to Chris and his family, but I really don't think that they're owed an apology. Wow. All right. Well, I mean, first of all, I, it's your wedding. You shouldn't be mopping up some kid's pee. And I think that it's the, the brothers or stepbrothers, technically, the stepbrothers. Stepbrother, fault. yeah. Yeah, fucking Chris. M36. Yeah, M36. Yeah, like these fucking bitch. Elon Musk, like, kid names that they're getting. No, I... <laughs> I don't think you're the asshole necessarily. I feel like it's it's kind of on your stepbrother for ignoring the kid, saying several times, hey, I have to go to the bathroom. When a three-year-old says he has to piss, she, he, or she probably has to take a piss. It's a power play. It's a power play to uh, have to, you know, do human bodily functions. That is a power play, I guess. How, f- how fucked up are you parenting where your three-year-old is pulling power plays on you? Yeah, that's a fucking three-year-old, dude. Uh, I don't get that. I think I think the problem that this person has is that the rest of his family are assholes, hmm. and it just didn't rub up off on him, so he thinks that he's an asshole. Just by being But it's the exact opposite. That. Yeah. His family's assholes. Yeah. That's, that's fucking stupid. Again. Yeah. And it, your stepbrother doesn't have it under control when he's screaming at the three-year-old and then screaming at his other spawn to clean it up and they're arguing that's not having it under control that's making an ass of yourself in front of your family during a special event all right i know what we should add to to this what segment real or fake i mean for this one i feel like it could be a real thing yeah i you never know at the end of the day because it's shit people are saying on the internet but i feel like yes could this be like an embarrassing part of some fucking romance comedy but i i, I personally i think it could be real yeah, I'm leaning towards the the fake side, but it, I mean it, it could, could be real. it could yeah. be either way. I mean it's it's outrageous regardless, but I feel like if someone's dumb enough to think their three year olds having a power play by needing to take a piss, then I think it, you never know what kind of people are in that family. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it just seems like if that was a real story, it's just already known you're not the asshole, so you don't yeah. need to ask Reddit. Yeah. So either you are or you aren't, but I'm like, yeah, I, I don't think they're the asshole. I feel like if you made a big scene and you're like getting into a fist fight with your stepbrother, maybe that's a little much. But if you're like, listen, you're kind of ruining the whole party. You guys, you need to make sure that you're taking care of your kid yeah. and not ignoring them. See, the reason I feel bad that I picked this one, because I thought the 17-year-old was one that peed. Oh, well, yeah. I just kind of glanced at it real quick at work. Whatever. I was like, oh, the kid peed on the floor, 17 this has got to be good. Oh, yeah. But okay. it was a three-year-old. Oh, you know. So it's understandable. So I guess for this one, are they or are they not the asshole in your opinion? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I think their family's the asshole. Yeah, definitely. Especially gossiping behind their back and fucking pussies. Yeah. 
Our family's so crazy. No, you're crazy. Aren't, aren't I quirky? And that you know for sure they posted that shit on. That's a Facebook post. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? All right. All right. So let me get my stuff up. Am I the asshole for being indifferent to the fact that I may have a baby in Thailand? All right. So long story short, uh, uh, forgive me. I'm, there's going to be some uh, Thai that I obviously cannot pronounce. Um, all right. So long story short, I had a night out drinking and taking Xanax at Anyong Beach in Krabi, Thailand. After unsuccessfully attempting to locate uh, a Chinese man who was trying to drown himself in the ocean, what the fuck, I ended up blacking out, presumably from the substances I, com- I consumed. Eventually, I woke up alone in a fairly long, and a fairly long walk back to my hostel, hostel when a Thai lady about 30 years old asked me if I'd like to a ride with her on her scooter. I said, yes, please, slumber party, slumber party hostel, do you know? I guess it's called slumber party hostel. Uh, she's a local and it's a very popular hostel, so of course she knows where to go, so I jump on. During the ride itself, either I had my eyes closed or blacked out again, not sure which. Uh, when I come to, we're outside of her place, and I quickly say, no, no, hostel, hostel, to which she then asked me to stay with her for the night. I tell her I have no money or condoms, and she says, no, I want your baby, I want your baby. Jesus Christ. Uh, I was extremely sexually under- and inexperienced at the time, still now, by the way. Uh, so any chance I have to get laid, I'm down for. <laughs> okay. Uh, I stayed the night finishing in her twice, and then she drove me home the next morning. I did not ask to exchange information, so even if I wanted to, I have no way of contacting her. I told the story to quite a few people. Uh, this one guy shamed the fuck out of me, saying he can't even look at me in the eyes anymore because I could potentially have a baby out there whose life I'm not a part of and don't plan on being a part of. The Thai lady knew she wanted, the Thai lady knew what she wanted and didn't expect anything else from me. I like to think I'm pretty obviously not the asshole, but this guy who shamed me made me question myself. Now that this is going around, maybe a bit ass, now this is going to sound maybe a bit asshole-ish, but if anything, I like to think I did her a favor. She was getting older, maybe even mid thirties, really wanted a kid, and what a better prospect than a tall, decently built white guy. Uh, I know it's unlikely, but I actually hope she had the kid because God damn it, she ever wanted. So I am the asshole for not caring if I have a baby there in Thailand. Uh, and then they had like a TLDR. Thai lady picked my drunk ass up off the road, took me back to her place without my knowledge, said she wanted a baby. So I agreed and potentially gave her the baby. This happened about 14 months ago. Not entirely sure if that's real. Yeah. Obviously, whatever happens in Thailand stays in Thailand. But hypothetically speaking, if the story were to be real, obviously it's a bit more. I think more he's of a more of an a-, a dumbass than an asshole. Yeah, I think. I mean, you're more. There's this lady that you don't know in a different country, and you're unprotected twice. Yeah. I mean, you're pretty fucking. I don't know stupid. what the laws are for the child support in Thailand. I mean, there's some fucking. That's an international affair. Yeah. I feel like. But maybe she wanted. In America, in, in a vacuum, yeah. In let's in this situation in a vacuum, let's say what he's saying is true. Yeah, would you consider him the asshole if he had no? Uh, no, no. I think it was more of a sperm donor transaction. It's, yeah, and the payment. I don't, was, the payment was getting laid. The thing is, too, he's saying he's blacking out. Like, 
who knows on if a like, scooter yeah but Unless no i mean blocking out on top of i just or meant like in terms of what he said what she said yeah but yeah i mean like it's like uh like drake uh got sued by this girl because after he had sex with her he put tabasco sauce in the condom and she tried to take the condom and put it up what the fuck right okay and it's like they do that to, to try to get child support from him. And it's like, if you're, do, if you're like, hey, I, I just want this kid, like, you know, then it's like a sperm donor. If you're going to go, like, purposely inseminate yourself yeah. with someone after they have protected sex, that should just be your responsibility. It's the same thing. It's just the, That's the if, way of going about it. If he's telling the truth. If in a vacuum, if what he's saying is true, assuming this even happened, if that's a situation... I think he's a dumbass. I don't think yeah. he's an asshole. But just because it's does he's not an asshole doesn't mean he shouldn't have done that. Well, yeah. He shouldn't be having kids if but, you don't want kids. Yeah. Well, like, I think he's more so like I'm A, getting laid and giving her a kid knowing full well that she doesn't expect me to be responsible for it. Yeah, but still that's... I Still, I wouldn't in a million years. I couldn't do that. But yeah. I don't no, no. think you're an asshole. I just think you're an idiot. Yeah. So yeah, assuming that assuming that's that real, and again we're talking in these situations we're talking about them in a vacuum. So, all right, well, what else you got? Am I the asshole for making my girlfriend leave the country? Okay, another so international affair. So I sorted affair. it by controversial. There you and this go. was the big one. Yeah. This is my first time posting on Reddit, so I figured I'd. Give my problems, right? No. So forgive any errors or if the format is weird. That this, I watch a lot of like Reddit compilations and they'll say like forgive format or edited to format. I guess people are real, they're grammar Nazis and they're kind of nitpicky. Like what the fuck? Just whatever, dude. I also can't give too many details as my girlfriend and a lot of close friends are avid Redditors. I, 28M, have been dating my girlfriend, 26, 27F, you say girlfriend, do you have to put the F by it? Yeah. For five years. You never know. We went in college. We met in college where she was an international student. She started working after graduating while I am currently doing a master's. Her company was sponsoring her visa until they got bought out and she got laid off. She was given a limited time to find a new employer to sponsor her new to sponsor her a new visa. And it really stressed her out. She was applying to jobs every day and did a lot of interviews, but unfortunately wasn't able to get an offer. She really wanted to stay since she loves the place, and I would still be here in, this, in the country. While I was out with a buddy, he suggested that I sponsor a visa since we have been in a relationship for quite some time. I love her, and I didn't want to see her so stressed out. I told her about... Jesus, guy, yeah, they should be grammar Nazis. This shit sucks. <laughs> There should be a period. I told her about the idea. She was hesitant at first. She said she didn't want she didn't want me to think that she was with me so I could be her way to a permanent residence, citizenship, slash citizenship mm-hmm. to the country. I wanted her to stay and I wanted to do it. We consulted an immigration consultant and decided to do the paperwork on our own. She was the one who mostly looked into the stuff we needed to prepare. She still applied for jobs, but not as urgently as she used to. It took a while since we never really had anything joint. We lived together and just split the bills on our own. She had enough saved up to be okay for a while. I had to fill out some paperwork to be her sponsor and I felt uneasy about it. I did want her to stay, but it felt like it was too much. 
Eventually, she was done with her part, and all that was left was mine. I finally told her that I didn't want to go through with it. (laughs) She was very upset and asked why. I told her that I suggested the idea because I didn't want to see her stressed out all the time and that I eventually realized that I shouldn't have to be responsible for her. Oh, fuck. Oh, we had a long talk. Yeah, this is already a yes. We we had a long talk where I told her that I still want to be in a relationship with her, but I just don't want to be forced to be responsible for her. She said she felt very hurt by what I said. Things changed and she didn't really talk to me after. She kept applying for jobs and attending interviews, but eventually her visa expired. Before she left, I told her I love her. Told her I love her and that I would really want her to come back. However, she told me that she sees me differently after the things I told her. It's been a few weeks since she left. I miss her cooking, her presence, and being able to spend time with her. I still want a future with her. <laughs> However, our close friends have been telling me that I was an asshole. I disagree, and I think they are biased. So, your friends are biased against you? Okay, then you have good friends. Yeah. So, here I am asking what Reddit thinks. Am I the asshole? Yes, you're yeah. a fucking asshole. Okay. You, don't, you started it, and then you pulled out... Halfway through. It's not even that. Well, it is that. However, but comma. you're saying you love this person. Not that much, apparently. Shit or get off the pot. Yeah. If you love her, then sponsor her and wife her. Yeah. If you don't, let her go back. It's just kind of interesting. The first thing that he talks about when she's not there is I miss her cooking. Yeah. I miss her presence. I miss hanging out with her. I'm like, uh, okay. Is this, is this like yeah, a that's babysitter kind of taking care of situation or what the fuck's going well, on? Well, no, I mean, she's from a different country. She probably cooks like some bomb ass. Like, it's just a, it's an interesting food. thing to yeah. bring up after he's like, yeah, I don't want to be responsible for her, but then she should be responsible for you. But then, no, he says he loves her. It's like, look, like, I don't know. It's like our generation is stuck in this whole like, you know don't want to get too serious it's like dude if you love this person you like you miss her presence that much when she's gone yeah I don't like just this, marry her I don't get this limbo shit either yeah. you do or you don't yeah either shit or get off the yeah. pot if you're gonna commit and you're gonna wife her up you fucking do it don't puss yeah. out halfway through no I know so I realize I, it's over now well, I mean yeah. she's it's, yeah. she'd be stupid to you made your decision that guy that guy's a douche you made your fucking decision dude and I believe that story's real really yeah I think that guy is so self-centered that he actually thinks he's that, just like, oblivious. He thought that like he's gonna post it and people are gonna have his back because his biased friends, his friends that mm. are biased, said he's an asshole. Yeah, biased or com had just your friends that have common sense. Yeah, and honestly, you're probably your true friends for calling you out on your bullshit. I feel like a real friend is like. If if you're doing something wrong, don't be a complete dick about it. But like, listen, dude, you're in the wrong here. Or it's like. If you sit there and you change your mind, you're like, look, I don't have that strong of feelings for you. I don't want to do this. And if that's the case, then say that. That's fine. But if you're doing it and then telling her, oh, I miss her or I didn't want her to go, it's like, well, You had the, the chance to stop that yeah. and you decided not to because you don't want to take responsibility. You're a fucking pussy I and saw, you're an asshole. I, saw, I see why that was the most controversial one. Yeah, damn, dude. Jeez. <laughs> All right. What do you think is real or fake? I feel like that's... Yeah, honestly, I feel like that, that guy. How, did they say their ages? I forget. Uh, I didn't 20, get the, He's twenty eight. She's twenty seven. Sure. Like that. Yeah, I feel like if you're even late twenties, that's definitely he probably. If any, maybe, and this is just a theory. He's he, been dating her five years. So was that like long distance for a long time? Because how the fuck does that work? Unless she kept visiting. 
that I feel like there's some more information. That's she was an inter- they met in college, so we met. She in was college. probably there in a permanent. She was an international student, and then gotcha. she started working after graduating. That makes sense. That makes sense. You've been with her for five years, and you're not. Yeah, you're a fucking pussy, dude. Yeah, no, Eat no, shit. you don't love her. Clearly, so, yeah. So you, he kind of did the right thing. Was he? Maybe- that poor girl. She thought that they were like a thing. Yeah, and she was trying. It seems she like she's putting her effort for five in. Five years. Yeah. She even said like, "I don't want to make it seem like I'm using you for the sponsor." And she's trying. And then he goes, "No, no, no, I'll do it." And then she stops applying for jobs. He's saying yes while shaking his head no. Oh, jeez. Maybe he was. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, when you're saying that someone's feeling something because you're you're projecting. Yeah. You're stressed out about it and you don't want to deal with it, so you were saying that you don't want her to be stressed about it and then using that as a crux it's you're you're a pussy dude yeah. shit. Yes, you're the asshole. So excuse me you're for them f- I forgot that part. The five they were with five, five years. fucking years. What a pussy dude. Dude, Fuck you that. spent all your mid twenties with her and you're like I'm good. No, no, yeah. I feel it's like, like that's dude, some, you figured you, that out in the first year or two. If you don't know whether you want to marry someone after five years, it's a wrap. Dude. Yeah, then that's, you're done. You're a fucking idiot. Well, excuse my reading abilities. I'm dyslexic, so I'm just going to warn in advance. I like I have some interesting stories, but I'm reading it now. I'm like, Is that why you like Magna? Manga? Manga? Or manga? Yes. Manga, because you read it backwards. (laughs) Well, that, and there's more. With manga, there's more pictures than words. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Look at me. I know my knowledge. I know it goes backwards. Listen, we'll we'll get get you there. That's a good start. We'll get you there. Maybe the next segment is uh, the weeb conversion. All right. Am I the asshole for getting upset when my boyfriend, hey, I finally get one of these, M23, constantly, all caps, constantly, Refers to me as Queen at 26F. Well, first of all, that's how kinda, old is the guy? Uh, he's 23, she's 26. I think it's cringy when a girl will like Yas Queen. So when a guy does that, either you're gay or you're just being yeah, cringy. Yeah, he's the asshole. Oh, wait, no, she's asking. She is she the asshole for getting upset when her boyfriend constantly refers to her as Queen? Now, this one I did pre read and this is an interesting one. Yeah. This is a very a little Let's go. So help me God. I never thought I'd have to post here. Throw away because he knows my Reddit and I don't want him to see this. My, bro- my boyfriend and I have been together for a year now. Two months ago, he started jokingly calling me queen. Over, uh, over time, it's escalated to the point where he constantly refers to me as queen. For example, when I ask him when slash where he wants to eat, whether it, it's this or that, he replies, oh, let's go to X queen. Or when I ask him to do a favor, he replies, anything for you, my queen. You sound like a fucking simp and a virgin. That's what you sound like. At first, I thought it was charming. Okay. And really cute. Okay. Uh, Shit got old real quick. Yeah. Dude, just wait. Sounds like a fucking... All right, dude. Sounds like a tool. What if he's gay? Maybe. I don't know, dude. Let's go here, queen. Yeah, yes. Okay. Let's go uh, it's gotten a bit annoying, really. It's gotten a bit annoying over the quarantine period. For reference, we live together. He moved in with me, and as I'm the breadwinner in the relationship, okay. Oh, she's su- the queen. Yeah. yeah well, there you go. You are the queen. A successful programmer in the heart of Silicon Valley. Uh, yo, yo. Yeah, represent. Uh, he doesn't work, but he cleans the house, decorates, usually cooks, and will take care of the dogs when I'm not home. Uh, before this, he worked for his dad's company as an architect, but was laid off with quarantine. Uh, I think she just means that she's not trying not to say COVID. Well, I said it, so demonetized on YouTube. Sorry. Uh, 
Today I asked if he could go clean the bathroom as it was needed to be cleaned. Obviously I didn't want to do it since it's my day off. He stood up, bowed, and said, yes, my liege, and then hopped off to go clean. Okay. Uh, he does this in public, too. Now, that's where I kind of draw the line. <laughs> I'm not done, dude. I'm not done. Oh, shit. I was trying on clothes at the local store where I stepped out to get his opinion. He loudly said, yes, queen, I love it, which caused people to look over at us and cringe in embarrassment. No shit. I'm cringing in embarrassment reading this. I blew up on him about this in public. I shouted at him telling me he needs to grow the fuck up and stop calling me queen all the time. Uh, how it felt like he put me on a, a royal pedestal and it was very toxic. I called him an idiot and an asshole, but now I feel bad about it. Maybe I was too harsh and he was trying to have fun with it and to spice up a relationship. Our sex life has been pretty mad lately. Really? Pretty what? Pretty mad lately. Mad? Meh. Oh, like mid? Yeah, yeah. Their sex life has Dude, been pretty... Dude, you gotta... Come on. Use a Zoomer terminology. Their sex life has been pretty mid lately. Hell That's yeah. That's a capital M-I-D. Uh, every time he's ready to come, he shouts, I'm ready to come, queen. <laughs> no, oh, this my. is fake, dude. Fuck that, dude. So that or your boyfriend's in the closet. What the <laughs> fuck? And that's an instant turnoff for me. He also tends to loudly say, I'm going to stick it in, queen. Oh, my God. <laughs> so the coochie immediately turns from an ocean to a desert. Impressive stuff, really. <laughs> oh, my God. So I blew up on him again. That's an, that's kind of embarrassing. You're like on top and she's just fucking laying it into you. It's like uh, role reversal here. So I blew up on him again, telling him that he was being a, a serious child and that he needs to grow the fuck up again. He went into our room and locked the door. <laughs> wait, wait, dude, wait. Slipping a note out into the hallway that says, and I quote, I'm sorry, queen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. almost done. I'm almost done. Right. Keep it together. I've not been in my own bedroom in two days because he won't open the door. <laughs> he comes out to get food and water, but that's it. He won't talk to me or anything. Am I the asshole? Edit one. Stop downvoting my posts. The rules say you shouldn't uh, downvote assholes. Edit two. Just talk to him about it, and he's still being a bit cold to me. I think we can bounce back and work it out. I really love him and don't want to leave him. Uh, when we were slated to get married this summer, now I'm not sure it will happen. All right, that's okay. that's a situation to unpack. Okay. <clears throat> what she didn't put in there was, has she asked him nicely before, or did she just spaz out at him? So I was reading the some of the, this is like a screenshot, so I was reading some of the comments, and I think she edited afterwards. She, I think she just went from, like, nothing to blowing up. Yeah. I think, yes, that's... Uh, well, no, actually, I think she did say that... I can go if, back. Because if she just went straight to blowing up on him... Because if you're not telling him, like, hey, can you stop doing that, like, nicely? Yeah. Then, yeah, you're the asshole for blowing up at him. Like, you should be able to communicate yeah. at a more respectful le level. The fact that he's still doing it, I think he hates her. Oh, do you think maybe that's, like, a... He's, he, he's the asshole so, and just being a dick? What I think is going on here is she's obviously telling her side of the story. I think the whole, like, you know, he does all the housework, all this stuff. Which, I mean, if he's not working, rightfully yeah. so. But maybe she's more strict about it. Like she said, clean the bathroom. Yeah. So he might be saying it ironically. Like, yes, queen. Yes, queen. I'll do all the stuff you tell me to do. Because she's probably bossing him around. But what about, like, during sex and other shit? 
he's probably just a funny a dude. Dick. Yeah. He's probably like I went from saying thinking he's a simp to like this might be the funniest fucking dude. Like this is a guy I might want to hang out with. I think it if he's doing it ironically, yeah, it did. Yeah, it yeah. really depends. If he's but doing it ironically, that's that's different. But still, it, it it has to be because if he's doing it in like a sweet way, or he's just dense as fuck. Well, no, but I mean, like, if he's doing it seriously, right? Like mm-hmm. calling her queen because he worships her or whatever, and she asks him to stop, then she would he would stop. The fact that he's still doing it mm-hmm. and he like locks himself in the room, passes a note, that's. He's trolling her and it's fucking hilarious. That's like a fucking teen romantic comedy kind of like, yeah. what are you, 14, dude? Yeah. No, he's uh, 23. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what it is is that she obviously didn't put the part where... I mean, he is a Zoomer technically. Yeah. So he, that could but be a thing, you know what I mean? I think, I think what it is is that rightfully so, if he's staying at home and she makes the money, he should keep the house clean. I think that probably he doesn't do it as often as she'd like which yeah. should be every fucking day if you're staying at home if you're not working if you're not looking for jobs the house better be clean when Spotless, she gets home yeah right so if he's not doing that she comes home she's worked all day the house is a mess she probably says hey clean up do this do that and he probably takes that as like okay cool like he's she's doing he's doing it i think to piss her off because she keeps telling him to do stuff yeah he probably just wants to hang out at home and do nothing yeah and the fact that the house is dirty pisses her off so she kind of maybe in a bitchy way which is rightfully so yeah tells him like hey you're home chop, all chop, day get to it yeah get to it like which what I she don't... said with and she she kind of slipped when she said the bathroom thing it's like hey like, can you go do that so do she that. said in the beginning he keeps the house clean but she has to tell him to clean the bathroom. Yeah. So obviously, she has to make him keep the house clean. Yeah. So he's probably responding like in a passive negatively, yeah, funny way. We do. I, yeah. I really we need more information. I feel like either way, for her to be upset about it, I don't think she's an asshole. If she yeah. didn't say anything and she's blowing up on him several times, yeah, I, it really just depends. I feel it should like. just be an easy like. Hey, can you stop doing that? And then if he continues, then obviously this isn't the person you're going to marry. I mean, I guess to be fair, even if she did blow up on him, she blew up on him once and then he still continues to do it. So I feel like more information is needed. I don't, depending on the situation, I don't think she's in the wrong for that's cringy as fuck. That like that I would probably just, okay, you're walking home now. I think it was cringy because I think, I thought he was doing it like seriously. But the fact that he kept doing it after she blew up at him that makes me think dick. he's doing it to piss her off. Yeah. Yeah, and he's probably sitting at home all day. He's mad that when she comes home, she's pissed off, which rightfully so, I mean, yeah. you know. So, but yeah, she if she just went to the straight blow up, yeah, there's nothing wrong with being upset about being called something. Yeah. Like if you don't want to be called babe or queen whatever, or whatever. Yeah. If you're with the right person, the person that she says she's going to marry, yeah. You sit down and you go, can you not call me that? Yeah. And if maybe they slip later, maybe they go like, maybe he'll be like, oh, queener, and then be like, oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah. And that's fine. But, but if he continues he to do it yeah. purposely, then that, that's not the guy you want to marry. So yeah. kick him out of the fucking house, dude. Yeah. What are you doing? Well, I mean, yeah. So I don't, it just depends on the situation. I think, no, you're not the asshole for getting upset, but maybe... Have like a serious conversation. No, she she was asshole if the first time she did it was a blow up. Correct. Right. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. I think he's more the asshole. Yeah. He's he's fucking hilarious. He should know what he's doing at this point. Yeah. He is hands down the funniest guy. Like 
that was just a complete 180. Yeah. In the beginning, I was like, oh, this guy's a fucking simp. Then I was like, this guy might be the fucking man. Yeah. Who's going to die single? Because he's an <laughs> asshole. Yeah. But he's fucking hilarious. Like, yeah. this is a guy I want to chill with. <laughs> Fair enough. Because he, he's probably, his friends probably all call him king. Because he probably goes and tells them all the stories. Oh, like, shit, dude, maybe. Dude, when I come. I say I'm coming queen I'm coming queen bro oh, oh, she I'm fucking coming. hates that and all of his friends are drinking beers like dude you're the fucking you're the king so dude. if anything he's an asshole yeah yeah I think yeah. he's more if he didn't <laughs> I I just it doesn't seem like you're getting all the story cause it's like part of it's like oh he gets upset and locks himself in the room but then he's still antagonizing her with the queen shit yeah so it's like I can't tell like what what's part more true. information's needed cause he's either one or the other he's either like a super soft dude who's like calling her queen cause he worships her yeah but in that if that's the case he would stop when she asked yeah then there's he's an asshole because he's not stopping yeah but then she but then also he's being the pouty I, I don't yeah unless I think that he locked himself in the room as a joke like, yeah well for two fucking days damn dude that's no, there's some, there's parts of the story missing on that one. But yeah. that's fucking that's, that's a good one. Yeah, I was like, all right, I got it. You, got, I got you it. said you have four, right? Because I, I only grabbed two. Uh, yeah. I mean, I could do. Yeah, yeah. Let's I, go. Let's do all of them. So then, yeah, I could do two more then. Yeah. Sure. All right. Am I the asshole for not liking Good Morning? This is another interesting one. Uh, I didn't think I was the asshole here, but it's been months now, and my coworkers are getting more hostile. So I. <laughs> Dude, just wait. So I, 31F, loathe the phrase good morning. I hate mornings. This is going to sound dramatic, but I compare leaving my bed every morning to a breakup. Okay. Uh, I live in the far north and mornings are cold and I'm always freezing. Mornings just aren't fun for me. Um, I've worked the same place for the last three years. My coworkers all know I don't like the phrase and all but one have stopped saying it to me. One coworker, 67M, boomer, uh, insists on still insists insists on saying it still. Uh, I don't make a big deal out of it. Usually, either I will either say "morning" back or "what's so good about it" in a light-hearted tone, uh, in a joking manner. One day, a few months ago, I was having a particular particularly bad morning. <laughs> oh my God! One of my dogs had explosive diarrhea all over the floor, wall, and me. I showed up to work, this coworker immediately said good morning, and I didn't respond because I didn't feel I needed to. After I didn't respond, he went off, started saying, started trying to tell me how no morning is ever bad and how the sun is shining and I'm on, I'm on the right side of the ground. Is that the 67 year old? Yeah. yeah. Uh, plus a bunch of other things. I waited for him to finish his rant, then sternly told him he cannot tell me how I feel and that I am my own person and I feel I'm having a bad day. He cannot minimize that because he thinks I should be having a good day. He tried to interrupt me, and one of the owners told him to stop. Uh, now the problem is he hasn't talked to me since all that, since at all since this moment, other than saying things like "too bad you didn't fall off that ladder" or talking about me while I'm there. Uh, like this, I think her name on here is OP. OP doesn't make enough money to complain. It was my birthday. And no, OP is original poster. Oh, there you go. Thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, it was my birthday, and another coworker asked him if he wished me a happy birthday and said, I don't speak to o OP anymore. Uh, I recent, uh, More recently, if I'm in a conversation... Uh, more recently, if I am in a conversation be it with a customer or a coworker, he will suddenly start speaking to them as if I'm not there. Uh, 
and then not even caring if he interrupted an important conversation. His behavior has led me to believe that I am the asshole here. So am I the asshole? Yes. You think, well... Okay, look, you... I think it, she's universe. being. I think she's being dramatic, but I think that guy's also kind of an asshole. Well, too. yeah, I mean, he. It's, but she's she, asking if she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we can agree they both are. I think he's being she, petty about it. She's being dramatic, yeah. and I feel like it's. Even though she's being dramatic, she's dealing with it in a better way of just like ignoring people or like being whatever about it. She's not blowing up on people about it. I feel like if she blew up on someone for saying good morning, she'd be a prick. I feel like she's not necessarily an asshole, but she's super fucking dramatic. Yeah. And well, maybe the thing is, is when you work with people, you have to realize there's society norms, societal norms. You yeah. just have to deal with. Yeah. You're not going to, you know, like we, we can't make a lot of the jokes that we make to ourselves and in front of other people. Exactly. We understand that. We don't act bitchy towards people because they're going to take a joke wrong. Yeah. We just don't say it because we know that that's not the social norm. Yeah. Like, you know, you got to be more comfortable with people. So it's like, it's just good morning, dude. Yeah. Just fucking... I mean, at the same time, just say good morning. It's yeah. not... Yeah. It's, you know... I don't think... She's... I don't think she's like a real asshole. I think she's dramatic and kind of immature. Yeah. So, sure. For the sake of argument, you kind of are. Yeah. But at the same time, this guy's a prick, too. Yeah, I know. He's a prick. But, but just say good just, morning. It's so fucking easy. Just say good morning. Yeah. It, you don't it have doesn't to have to it. mean anything. Honestly, it's just a greeting. It's on, like saying hi. Well, honestly, the, whole, the, the way fucking social construct with that is now, you just, if someone says, how you doing, just say good. Yeah. Just even if your fucking dog mom you're holding is just got a race, just, just, just say you're good. Yeah. That's just kind of. It's kinda, like we've, all of us. I do that all the time. Have shitty mornings. It doesn't matter. Just say just We all have morning. shitty mornings. Or we just say take, morning. We don't take good morning. Like, you're taking it too serious. You're taking it personal. It's just a greeting. Yeah. It's a more. It's the morning greeting. It's the same as hello. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. And that's what society... And look, you could be upset at how, you know, what's been popularized in society. Good morning is one of them. You're going to work with people. That's you have to suck it up. Yeah. And just deal, especially stuff so trivial, like, yeah. good morning. Just say good morning. It's yeah. not a big deal. So, yeah, I guess there's and more than one the boomer app. dude has a point. Like, yeah, sure, your morning might be shitty, but you're alive. Yeah. And, you know, if you have a job, there are people that are homeless. So yeah. you have a job. Your dog had diarrhea. Your yeah. dog's still alive. I think he's still. Gotta, I think you know, he still blew it out of proportion. No, no, no I know he's being immature about but it. But she's, yeah, but, she's not. She's not right necessarily in this situation yeah. either. But at the same time, it's like someone tells you if you say good. I I forgot how the exchange went. But if you tell someone good morning and they blow up on you, automatically I'm like fuck that person. We're done. This conversation's. Yeah, I'm over. not going to talk to that person. So maybe he's ignoring her or whatever. That's probably that's not it's for not, the better. That's honestly, that's not crazy of a response because yeah. it's like I said good morning to this person and they fucking blew up on me. Yeah. Like, ignore, you know. Just let it be, yeah. But he should have dropped and just been like, if she said, oh, it's not a good morning, just be like, all right. That sucks, like, sorry. You just got to take L sometimes and just like, you don't have to win every philosophical It's fucking, not worth it. it. It's like you work with these people, you don't have to be friends with them. Yeah. You know. Do your job. There are job. people at work I like, there are people at work I stay away from. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people I stay away from. A lot okay? of people. You just, you just deal with it. Yeah. All right. You just deal with it. It no, sucks. I, I agree. You're there. You're getting paid. You have to. You have to see these people every day. Don't drive a wedge in between people you need to 
be with to make money. With. Yeah. I don't know what her situation is like with the with that coworker. Apparently they're close enough in proximity where the situation yeah. is getting worse. But if it's like you have customers or whatever and it's like you need this person, if you and this person get along, you're going to make more money yeah. or you're going to make more sales. Yeah. Then you need to suck it up. Like you're fucking up your own money. Yeah. Like, you know. No, I agree. Yeah, it's there's Fight, you need to learn when to fight your own battles, and that's yeah. not something worth. I think that guy blew things out of proportion, but just say good morning, or yeah. just say morning. That's it's it. It's like it's like at work. <clears throat> I have someone that <clears throat> is the best I have, <laughs> and unfortunately, she kind of she's like a big fan of small talk. I we don't have anything in common, and when you know, but I'll I'll humor her and listen to her talk. Yeah, and she'll tell me stuff. And I don't blow up on her like, can you please stop talking? I do the same thing every in the time. Head, I, yeah. In my head, I'm saying that. But you know what? She's a good... If she was a, if she was the worst I had, I'd get her out of there. Because yeah. she would annoy me. But she does a decent job as far as like what I have. She's the best. Yeah. So I just put up with it. Yeah. You, just, you know, it's just easier that way. You just got to just deal with it. You just deal with it. You're at work. You got to, you know, you can't... It's not like... You're at work. You're at a place where you have to be every day. It's not like a friendship where yeah. you're at a bar with a friend. You guys have a disagreement, or you're not that close of friends. You guys disagree. You don't have to see that person. Yeah. When you're at work. You have to see that person. That's, yeah. You're gonna be there eight hours a day, or if you're, you know, us, ten or eleven. Yeah. You don't want to be around people that are pissed off at you. It's just so gonna just, make your day worse. Yeah. Just learn to fight your battles. Just uh, the more negative you are externally. The more, the worse you're gonna make your day. Yeah, and take that fucking boomer's advice for the first time. They really yeah. don't really shell out much information that's useful. They're gonna die soon hey, anyway, though, right? <laughs> dude, fucking, what happened to the boomer remover, dude? I thought. I don't know, dude. But yeah, I'd say <laughs> you. Yeah, I mean, you just yeah. learn to say good morning. And you know, take some advice from that guy, right? Yeah. He was, you know, you're alive. You have a job. You know. Dude, they're fucking that one. The one person from the first one has, yeah. has eleven kids. Which Jesus? You have a dog. Yeah. And you're bitching about getting up in the morning. It's like dog dude, shit, some shitty shit, but it's not. Eleven it kids, worse. one to seventeen. Yeah. That's you have at least like five teenagers. You have too many. Yeah. You have too many. And they're peeing all over the place. Yeah. You should wake up every morning like. I don't have 11 kids to take care of. That are pissing all over so, my wedding floor. I think I think there was some good advice what that boomer said. I think that, you know, look at every day as a... Blessing. Blessing, sure. yeah. If that's what you got to do to continue to get by, then so be hey, it. Hey, we don't know what happens after we die. It could yeah. suck. Yeah. could suck a lot. Yeah. So might as well be like, hey, it's nice that I got up this morning. It could be worse. It's nice that I don't live under a bridge and yeah. I'm not addicted to crack. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. That's all it takes. Let's go. All right. Okay. I'm going to find another one, too, because I want three. All right. So you, you read the... All right. I got one more. Um, am I the asshole for telling my fiance she has no reason to be tired? Eh, probably, but we'll see. Oh, God. This is... I, 31M, have a fiance, 32F. I work between 40 to 60 hours a week. I go in at 1 p.m. and get home around 11 p.m. Because of that, I have to go to bed late, and I end up sleeping in until around 11 my fiance has two jobs. She works remote. Okay, so she works at home. She works remotely, and is up daily at eight thirty. She also has a son, eight M, who has, who she has around sixty percent of the time, and then the other forty percent is with his father. 
My fiance starts working at nine until about five to six p.m. Uh, she, I think he meant to say she does the chores around the house. Nine to six. What's his? Uh, my bad. I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, no, What's his schedule? Uh, one p. Uh, I go around one p.m. and get home around eleven p.m. So that's ten hours. With oh. the one hour lunch. Yeah. So nine she hours. Works. She works nine to six. I end up sleeping in until around eleven a.m. All right, dude. I mean, whatever. Okay. He's only working like one more hour than her a day. Yeah, whatever. Okay. I guess we'll, we'll let's okay, listen to the whole bad, thing. No, you're good. Uh, she does the chores around the house and always has been in charge of grocery shopping, cooking, and caring for our dogs. I won't help out around the house during the week. I don't help out around the house during the week. My job is very physically demanding, and when I get home, I'm exhausted. Usually twice a month, I take a full Sunday to help and get chores done. Oh, that's something. Uh, I often work six days a week, with Sunday being my only day off. Okay. Uh, last night I got home and didn't see my fiance. I assumed she was showering and got irritated because I always shower when I get home and now I'd have to wait. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, dinner didn't, hadn't even been started yet. Uh, I went downstairs 30 minutes later. My fiance uh, was at the stove cooking. She saw I was upset and asked, and I told her I was angry. She decided to shower right as I was getting home, and dinner hasn't even started before 11 p.m. All right. She said she hasn't shower. She wasn't showering. She was resting due to her headache. She has them often and always says they're stress-related. Uh, she said I walk right past her uh, in the bedroom. I walk right past her bedroom door. Uh, she said I always text her when I leave work, and she starts dinner, so it'll be hot when I get home that I didn't that night, and since I'd be getting out late, she didn't want dinner to get cold. <coughs> Excuse me, fuck. Um, she figured I'd shower and dinner would be ready once I was done. I said I'd rather eat, heat up dinner and eat at a reasonable time than have to wait till midnight. She apologized and said she was exhausted and just had to rest her head for a little bit. I blew up and said she had no reason to be tired. She works from home and sits on the computer all day. Uh, and it doesn't seem like she has work to do because all I see her is scrolling on her phone all day. Uh, of course, some days she will have back-to-back -back meetings or I'll see her really focused on whatever task she's working on, but at times I see her doing absolutely nothing, wiggling her mouth every few minutes. And yes, she does house chores, and that's part of working from home. She's here all day and has time to do it. She got upset and yelled at me and said she's not only keeping the house afloat, but she also works two jobs, takes care of her son and takes care of our dogs and does the majority of the chores. Uh, so she has every right to be tired because it's just because her job isn't physically demanding, they are mentally demanding and that takes a toll too, fair enough. She has two jobs? She she has two jobs she does from home and cleans the house and takes care of the dog and her but kid. But are the two jobs in the same hour span? It seems like they're back to back. So, so she has she like does. two, she seems like she has two part-time okay, jobs. Okay, okay. Um, from what I'm getting, she yelled at me saying, okay, blah, 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 blah. Um, she has every right to be tired because her jobs aren't physical, but they're mentally demanding and it takes a toll too. <coughs> Excuse me. I snapped and said, yes, scrolling through your phone all day must be mentally draining. She got really angry and told me I'm an asshole and hasn't spoken to me since. Uh, yes, she does that a lot. Which yes, she does a lot. Wait. Oh. Yes, she does a lot, but so do I, and I can handle it then, and then she can too. So am I the asshole? 
Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're the asshole. If she was a stay-at-home wife mm-hmm. and, you know, being On tired, top of still working yeah. at home. Yeah. And taking well, care no, of the house. If she was just taking care of the house. Well, yeah, like, still. I mean, anyone has a right to be tired. Maybe she didn't get much sleep, whatever. Mm-hmm. You guys both work and provide income. Yeah. I'm not sure if she's working two part-time jobs. Or, he probably makes more. But she's working too. She has more responsibility at home as well. Yeah. But I mean, if you're if you're in a relationship where both of you are working, mm. then the chores don't automatically go to the woman. Correct. They need to be 50-50. Correct. Right? I mean, So I the guess, fact that she's doing all the chores yeah. means... Get off her fucking back. Dude. Well, also, you shouldn't expect your wife to have dinner ready for you when you get home. Pick up some fucking McDonald's if you're that hungry. Yeah. Just saying. No, I know. <laughs> I'll do that if I'm coming but home that, late and I need to. Yeah. But the thing is, is that if <clears throat> it would be, it would be okay to expect that if that was just her. Like she was, you made enough money to where she could stay at home. Yeah. Okay. Then it's like, all right. But also he said that he didn't text her, right? When she usually does. Yeah, I mean, if she wants to take a nap, why? Like this guy's seems like a na- like he is an asshole. Yeah, but it's like you also know, seems a little sexist. We're talking about one occurrence. Like he's not saying this is how. First of all, it's not her responsibility to feed him. Correct. If she's also working. Correct. The fact that she does the chores and feeds him, and works two jobs like, on top of that, cut her slack. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, based on the hours, if she's sure, regardless. Based, yeah, yeah. She's not. But I mean, they're both dude. they're both working. Yeah. So it's like. The fact that she does all the chores and cooks for him, I think he thinks that that's what she needs to do. There but it's, it's she's doing, she's being nice and doing that yeah. because you're not financing her life like mm. she works herself. So, you know, if she wants to take a nap, she's a grown up. Your food's not ready. Boo fucking who? Make your own fucking food. Yeah, the, and you didn't text her. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, part of me. This guy seems so narcissistic that I actually do think it's real, but he's definitely an asshole. I mean, it, it could definitely be. Yeah, he just, I don't know. It's, it's He definitely sounds like a fucking asshole. Yeah. I mean, this this lady sounds like a saint, to be honest. She's I working mean, from home, taking not, care of everything, not, and making his dinner. Doesn't sound like he's complaining. she's complaining about having to do all this stuff. Exactly. She just said, I was tired today, mm-hmm. which is fine. You know, sitting down, like, when I do the, when I drive up to... Where I go, mm-hmm. like sitting down, I get more tired sitting down than I do being active. Well, it's not even that she's just sitting down all day. She's also cleaning the entire house. Like she's doing yeah. things. And I could sympath. We could both sympathize with having a physically demanding job. I mean, yeah. that shit sucks. But but when you get when you I'm saying like <clears throat> sitting down does get tiring because yeah. your blood's not like we're moving around. Yeah. So we don't get tired till like the end of the day. Yeah. But like if I had to sit down at a desk for eight hours. Probably you'd probably be doing solo podcasts. I would be dead. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that like the, the whole the fact of the matter is she doesn't. You're not owed dinner. Yeah, you're not owed dinner, dude. If it's that big of a deal, make your own fucking dinner. Yeah, she's not your fucking slave. She's taking care of shit at the house and well, how, working. How long does it take to make dinner? Yeah, like you know. can't wait. There. If it, well, if you it's that take, big of a deal, pick something up on the way home. You were supposed to communicate as well, but you didn't. Then he's then he's bitching at her because he couldn't take a shower when he got home. And he didn't even check if she was in the shower because she wasn't. Exactly. And I mean, whatever. I don't know what kind of relationship you're in, but I mean, couples can shower at the same time too. Yeah. That's not a big fucking deal, dude. Yeah. But uh, she wasn't even in the shower. And it's like... Yeah, he didn't even check, so... Dude, 
yeah, this guy, this poor woman needs to just leave. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even sound like the kid's his, so. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, because he says 60% with her. Only, uh, not, not to excuse his actions, but the only thing where I could kind of get where he's coming from is like if his job, if she just makes like bare minimum and he makes, he supports like her and the kid. Yeah. Then like, okay, maybe it's okay to expect a little more, but you're like. I feel like it kind of balances out. Yeah. It's like just one nap. Like this isn't like. Whatever if it's poor timed poorly, but dude, you can make your own fucking dinner. Yeah. She has a migraine. She wants to take a nap. So be you it. Know, sitting down all day is tiring. Yeah. You know, and she's doing the chores. And she still cooked you. It's not like she said, fend for yourself. Yeah. She, went she out. still went to do it. Yeah. If it's too late, then either you need to find a job that's different or you need to pick up your own fucking dinner. That's why fast food exists. Or make your own dinner, yeah. dude. Is it real or fake? I think this is. This could be real, personally. Yeah. I think this could be a, it's unfortunate, <laughs> but this could be a real situation. Yeah. It's astounding, like, the amount of people, because you think, from our point of view, it's like, there's no way that there's a person like that. But, I'm, but there, there is they, people the with zero social awareness, where it's yeah. like, or self-awareness to, like, I don't understand how you could write that full thing mm-hmm. and on Reddit, of all places, and expect... Not like, to get just a shitstorm coming your way. Yeah. Like, you're going to post it on Reddit, which, you know, is more left-leaning. You're yeah. going to say, oh, I told my wife who works, she better have the house clean and all this stuff. It's like... That's definitely going to go over well. Like, Listen to what you're yeah, saying, Yeah, so part of me is like, either this guy is like just so arrogant, he doesn't see he's wrong, or it's someone just posting a fake story, but... Yeah. I think... It sounds pretty real to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he's the asshole. Yeah. I don't... I think... Yeah, like I said, if... He went about it as an asshole way, but like depending on the financial situation, like if he's, it's okay for him. Like if with how he works, if he's making a lot of money, if he wants dinner, but give it a break. Yeah, you don't need to, you know, spaz out. You spazzed out about the shower thing. Yeah, which again, you wasn't even true. You just assumed. You know what they say about assuming. Makes an ass out of you and me, bro. He is the asshole. Yes. All right, let's let's finish strong. Oh yeah. Oh boy. This is a short one. Okay. The headline, or what? What's it called? The headline or the like the the title? Yeah. The opening, whatever. Go on. Am I the asshole for telling my girlfriend a tight dress does not look good for her because of her belly? Oh shit. (laughs) I didn't even read the other part, but fair enough. The headline. Let's get into it. (laughs) My girlfriend slash fiance. It's okay. one or the other. It's not, yeah, it's... My girlfriend and fiance... My girlfriend's last fiance and I was shopping for dress. You was or you were? All right. Was shopping for dress. They was shopping for dress, dog. All right, not for on. a dress, for dress. They was shopping for dress. <gasps> Me fiance, shop for dress. <laughs> <laughs> we were both picking out... This guy already sounds like someone who probably just... He has one. too stupid to realize he's he shouldn't a, say that to his girlfriend. He's got a unibrow. All right, go on. We were... But, um, we were both picking out outfits for her to try on. We already went for, to a few shops in the mall. Oh, I have a quick story. This girl I dated in high school. Mm. We went to. We used to go to like uh, like clothing stores mm. and pick out like the most ridiculous outfit mm. for each other and then try it on. 
Bro. Nice. Dude, it was funny. Like old Navy, mm-hmm. we go, I'd get her like she was super like small. Mm. So I get like all these baggy clothes and shit. Dude, <laughs> you gotta try it once. It's fucking hilarious. Okay. We were both picking out outfits for her to try on. We already went to a few shops in the mall. She tried on a black floral dress and I said it looks nice on her, so we bought it. We then went to a different store. She went to the fitting room to try on a few dresses. On a particular dress, she pulled back the curtains looking at me to give her my to give her my opinion of the dress. I said, I don't think this looks good. I glanced down a bit towards her belly and said, it's probably because of your belly. Okay. Uh, she closed the curtains and we still shopped around, ate ice cream together. After we went home that day, she told me I hurt her feelings when I gave her my opinion on the dress. I should have just said, it doesn't look good on you. And not have elaborated, she told me. We had a conversation about it. I attempted to justify it, stating I was being straightforward and certain body types fit certain outfits better. Uh, you should have just stopped it. Maybe that one isn't right. Yeah. Or maybe that one doesn't look or the like, best. Let's keep looking. Let's keep looking. Yeah. Not like, hey, uh, the dress doesn't look good because you're a fat slob. <laughs> yeah. He didn't say that, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, you might as well. It doesn't look good because your fucking belly's bulging out. That's not, yeah, no. You're, yeah, it's pretty you're stupid. Kinda, you're an asshole. Yeah, no, yeah. that's that, that was the easy one. Yeah. You don't ever that's do the, that to the person. That's your like, fiance slash girlfriend yeah, slash. Yeah, is already an issue when you go out to buy dress. Or, yeah, when you, you go, what did he say? How did it start off with? Huh? What was the first thing? Oh, sentence? we shopping for dress. They When they shopping for dress. Yeah, when whenever you and your girlfriend slash fiance are shopping for dress, Probably not the best thing okay. to say. That wasn't as climactic, so we wanted found a new one. We could do one more, that's fine. Okay. Am I the asshole for laughing at my girlfriend when she was being mounted by our dog? So I, I did see this one, but I didn't read all of it. You didn't go read on. it? Okay. No, no, go on. I haven't read it, but disclaimer, I don't have weird fetishes. I did not train the dog to do what he did. This is literally the first time he ever did this. Wow. I never got around to getting our dog neutered and have already scheduled to have him fixed. This is the first time this happened. I'm doing everything I can so it doesn't happen again. I, 23M, am living with my 24, 20F girlfriend. We have an English Mastiff named Tyson who is six months old. He's a real awesome dog, very sweet, always wants to play. We had no issues with him except puppy issues that we're already working on, that mm-hmm. we were all re- that we are already working on. One night, I had some friends over to play Smash Bros. Pun not intended, promise. <laughs> okay. All of us except Maddie, my girlfriend, drank a little bit that night. Maddie just got home from work and was in the mood to play with us, which we were cool with. The controller for our game was put away in the inter- entertainment center on the bottom shelf. She got on all fours to look for the controller, and Tyson beforehand was jumping on us to kiss us, running around, and even jumped on Maddie to greet her. Almost immediately, Tyson got on top of her and went to town. Took us a couple of seconds to realize what he was doing. My friends and I were laughing, and that's when Maddie noticed that Ty- what Tyson is doing. She screamed and tried to push him, push him, but he continues until I had to intervene and grab him and pull him away. When I saw that her face, when I saw that her face red, I asked if she was okay. She said nothing to me. Throw the control, throw the controller at me, and went upstairs. She ignored all my attempts to apologize to her, and I even explained that I will take Tyson to the vet for a neuter. Read it. I think I did a dick move, laughing at her and thinking it was funny and normal, unfixed dog behavior. I swear that this is the first time he did this. Am I the asshole? I mean, no. I. 
I mean, I probably wouldn't have waited as long as you did to help intervene, especially if like the dog's trying. He's really trying and he's not able to get her off. Yeah. She, but I, I don't really think you're the asshole. No. no. I well, mean, you, and he went to apologize. As, it is yeah. funny. Yeah, and I most mean, people. It depends on how long you were doing it. Like, if you're just standing there for like five minutes while the dog's doing that, you're kind of a dick. But if it's like a haha, that's funny, and then you went to go and help, no, yeah. I don't think you're an asshole. No, yeah, that was. Especially since he apologized. It's not yeah. like he was. And it's funny. Yeah. You know, unless he was like. Something serious. Yeah. Was, yeah. But I don't know how. English massives are pretty big. I mean, yeah, dogs do that all the time. I think that's normal dog. Even if the dog's neutered, that's still a thing that happens. Yeah, you should probably get your dog neutered after six yeah. months, but that's your own decision to make. But I, I don't think you're the asshole, no. Yeah, that was pretty easy. But. All right. Anyways, yeah. So uh, that, that wraps uh, up episode six. Yeah, that's the uh, episode six, the new think, party podcast. Uh, uh, next uh, episode, we do a game. We do a rematch. Yeah, definitely. We'll do uh, some sort of game that I don't get my ass kicked this time, but uh, time will yeah. tell. <laughs> you don't want to do the lyric one anymore? Uh, we'll see. We'll um, see. I, so, in my defense, I guess, really quick for the game or for the lyric game, <clears throat> I was never really the best of like standardized tests and hear me out whenever he prepared this speech by the way yeah I did I, tell, I was telling him like a few days ago at work I'm like listen when I'm under pressure I my brain kind of goes in several places like he literally read lyrics off to the songs and other songs and I got it immediately yeah. when we weren't recording I just got nervous I still lost it doesn't matter but whatever anyways yeah definitely we could do like a, another game type show but hey you guys are gonna have to listen to find out but remember to uh, email us at nukepartypodcast at gmail.com uh, just for questions like this. If you guys have any questions, any opinions you want us to roast, or any shit post regards to us, by all means. Yeah. But that's, or you uh, want us to do an over-under movie. Yeah. If you guys have any movie recommendations or future episode recommendations, please let us know. It's uh, nukepartypodcast at gmail.com. Let's yeah, go. So, all right. Thanks again, and we'll catch you guys next time. See you next time. Bye.